I was bone ready. Are you ready? You don't have to go to the bathroom? Nothing? No. Do you have your notes? Yes. See. Si. Don't babe. put the notes at the end, right? Are you ready? Wait, what notes? You don't need notes, baby. I'm like, what? Why is no one ready? <laughs> I'm ready, babe. What's up, everybody? Hey! Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails! cocktails. I was going to say motherfucking cocktails because I'm very excited. Too. Motherfucking cocktails! <laughs> you can say it. All right. We are a podcast that... Pairs amazing cocktails with amazing movies, and damn it, we have an amazing ass movie for you tonight. And an amazing guest. And an amazing guest. Oh. El Guapo, <laughs> I like to call him. <laughs> yeah. This is our dear friend Kirby. He is a designer by trade. Oh, And a pimp by life, but you know. Smashly. He's married, so back off, everybody. I forgot my horn. Oh. It's no. in the top drawer. And I'm giving you, yeah. I'm giving you gold here. You got to keep talking. Well, we introduced him, and I, he didn't have a proper introduction. That's why I... we'll do it together. Okay. Strictly oral. You ready? <laughs> oh wow! All right. We're doing Three, the old school way. Two, I thought you one. said strip tease. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. We have Kirby here. Yes, we do. And we are dressed to the nines, if y'all don't Suited know. Shit. Look at me. Mm. I got my Stanley Tucci cup going on. I'm dressed like Stanley Tucci. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Stanley Tucci is in this movie. Yeah. I love him. Do you? You better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you want to tell everybody what movie you picked this week? I don't remember picking it, but I could have been What drunk. movie I may have we been drunk. picked this week? We... Right. Kirby picked this movie. What, what movie did you pick? Divorce uh, Prada. Yes, yes, she does. <laughs> she absolutely does. Well, I don't know about you bitches, but I'm ready to drink. Yes, I'm ready yes. to cool off. Me I'm already too. getting hot in here. Okay. Shit. So this week, since we're doing the double wears Prada, mm-hmm. that's why we're all suited. I got my my Miranda glasses on. I like those. You know. Hell yeah. That's all. Brushing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week for our drink, uh, I found a cocktail called the Double Wears Prada, and I made it, and it was I. Right, but I I added something to it, and I think it made it better. Okay. So. Instead of it being called the Double Wears Prada, it's called the Double Wears Nada. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> because after like two... We're going to lose some layers tonight, yeah, people. Yeah, after about two or three of these bad boys, <laughs> you know. Give me a button, Kirby, just one. Yeah. Ooh, give me with a like. Slowly. Like, like Nate said. Take your time. Let's go home. I can think of something we can do that doesn't require any clothing. Really? Like, I think we could do something at home where we don't have any clothes on, right? We don't need no yes, clothes. Yes, he does. Well, that's because he had a Devil Wears Nada. So, oh my God. Here we go. This Next is some Jarlsberg. <laughs> and a grilled cheese, bitch. Yes. Okay, so this is how you make the Devil Wears Nada. All right. It is two ounces of silver rum, white rum. We got our uh, Bacardi here. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a half an ounce of Grand Marnier. Yeah, my grandma would be proud. I bought mine today instead of my homemade one because I had ran out of my homemade one. So now I got to get back into making that shit. I got you. 
And you can do half an ounce of peach schnapps. Schnapps. Mm-hmm. I've never had schnapps. Okay, well, okay, you about to. I'm sure you've had it in a drink, you just maybe didn't realize. I've heard of it in movies. I don't know if I've ever like tasted it in a cocktail. If I did, they didn't tell me about they it. They didn't tell you about it. So, and you're going to need three-fourths ounce of orange juice. I got to take my Miranda sock. It's juice. You know... See, I won. See, I was wondering who, which one of us was going to take the glasses off. Well, first. it's hard to read in the sun, with the sunglasses. I get it. I'm on. not used to these things at all. They'll this. come back on. The drunker I get, they're going to come back on. <laughs> We're going to wear them a lot tomorrow morning. Yes. I got these <laughs> ones in Colombia for like $3. Thank you, glasses. Amazing. It's Kirby's fault that we were in Colombia. That is, yes. We Guilty. were there for his nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> What are numshuls? <laughs> you know numshuls. They sound delicious. Numshuls. Is that a so Colombian sexual. dish? <laughs> it's always the beginning of Can the I show. Can I get numshuls on the rocks? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Can I see your numshuls? <laughs> I'm sorry. I already show them to people. Your papers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. We're not going through this. We're not. I, when I start off and I'm already fucking up, it's going to be... It's going to be a night. It's going to be a night. Okay, so you're going to do half an ounce of cranberry juice. And you're going to do one-fourth ounce of lime juice. You're going to put them in a shaker. Shake that baby. And you're going to put them in a martini glass. That yeah. one's yours right there. Oh, my God. This one behind me? Yeah. Hell, yeah. That and that, let's get this and show the lights, camera, cocktail sign. Yes. That's where we live. And that, my friends, is the devil wears nada. You devil ready? Nada. Cheers, Here we y'all. go. Cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers, baby. Smashly is in the building. Oh, that's going to fuck me up. Wow. Oh, I was already excited, but this is going to get me. Do you really like it? Yes, I do, but I know what it's going to do to me. Well, anytime you get a cocktail in a martini glass... Expect to be fucked up. Don't have too many of them because that means the majority of the things in it is alcohol. Like we have rum, Grand Marnier, peach schnapps in here. And that's the majority of the oh shit with God. some splashes of juices. So what was uh, James Holt's drink that he talked about at his party and that it, it'll get you fucked up? She loves a punch. The, the punch. punch. Oh, my punch. God. I, is Yeah, this feels like the punch. It's deadly. It's a, a, t- a fancy punch. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like that's what Miranda would be drinking. Yeah. Okay. When she's not having her hot Starbucks. <laughs> a piping hot. Piping like, hot. Yeah. Like center of the sun. Yeah. Like you. T- I'm sorry. My boss is very particular. <laughs> yeah. I'd come in there. I'd be like, as hot as you could legally make it and then hotter. Like, if y'all don't know, doing. that is from one of the deleted scenes that's not in the movie. <laughs> it's not. I checked out the director's commentary and everything. Oh, shit. Way. Okay. Okay. Now that we have our Devil's Wears Nada. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. For hot real quick. <laughs> some <laughs> her story about snops. Schnapps. Schnapps. Hell yeah. All right? Because your girl knows what it is, but I didn't know no shit about it. When I hear schnapps, I think of two things. What you think about? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Ruler. I'm your friend. You remember? You drank all those peppermint schnapps and luged on my mom. <laughs> And Inglorious Bastards, because they're drinking schnapps in the bar where they oh, kill everybody. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, like you, when I think of schnapps, I think of fucking, like, high schoolers 
in movies, stealing it out of their parents' liquor cabinet. Yeah. That's what I think of. So I don't ever, you know, it's like, I, I don't ever really like drinking, but we about to talk about it today. So yeah. it is distilled. It's like a distilled fruit liquor. So there's multiple ones, but the most popular, I would say, would be the peach. So it's really big thing in Germany. In there Gloria's you go. Bastards. Schnapps. Schnapps. Yeah. Schnapps. And in Europe as well, there's a lot of different types. But like the apricot one was like the one at first. Like everyone was like, Ooh, what is this fucking, mm, mm-hmm. this is bomb. And then in the 30s, peach came out and everyone was like, uh, hold on. This is delicious. Upgrade. Upgrade. So I couldn't really find a lot of history of like who created it. It is European, like the Germans or uh, someone in Europe. The Germans, they made it. Like, you know, made it. And Australia loves it as well, and a bunch of other places. So, this is how you're supposed to drink peach schnapps. All right. In a shot. Are we taking shots again? You know, I'm not, we're not taking shots. We're taking sips. Okay. Okay. This feels like a running thing that we got going on. I kind of like it. I'm not mad at it. I'm fine with shots. No, we're just taking a little sip. Just saying. Y'all see why we chose him. This is just a little bit so that we can... I thought you were going to say a little bitch. Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> this is just this... a little bit, you little bitch. You little bitch. Yes. Okay, so we're just taking a little bit so we can know. So this is how you... I got the Aruban one. Ah! <laughs> Kirby is from Aruba, if y'all don't know. He is. So um, how to drink it. First, you should drink it neat. Room temperature. You could drink it before, during... Or after eating, it's just like, hey, bitch, drink it. Not where my mind was going. Uh-huh. But that's pretty much in Europe. And it's a flavored brandy out there. So. Woo! It's like candy. It's pungent, yeah. Oh, we're going? All right. Mm. It's it sweet. like candy, too. It does taste like candy. You're making me coffee in the morning because this is going to give me a head. Mm. Hangover for mm-hmm. sure. Get ready for it. So that's how they do up in, in Europe. But in the, U, um, in the UK, they have like... Flavors that are bigger hits out there, like apple, apricot, cherry, pear, and plum are like big ones out there. Now, here in the U.S., Mm -hmm. if you get a U.S. distilled schnapps, ours is from Kentucky, so it is American. It is mainly for mixing cocktails. Gotcha. So I never thought that like, oh, you can just sip on it. Like that always sounded weird to me. No, no. like Because of what we drink here in the Mm -hmm. States. But if when we go to Europe, we gonna try some real deal like that good where it's like sweet, but it has like a, it's like a dry sweet. Okay, because like, like drinking this alone all night mm-mm. will definitely have me calling dinosaurs in the bushes. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Did you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get you in there. Not a huh. drop. Not a Check drop. you out. Shit. I, I just like us to be able is to. Not wasteful. I want us to just drink the ingredients, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes separately, so mm-hmm. we can really taste it in our drink and now you you can probably really taste it in there yeah so in the u.s ours is mixed better with mixed cocktails and it's a lot sweeter flavors than in europe so they have here we have like apple banana butterscotch uh cinnamon peppermint and of course peach i think i'd try the apple if you banana feels a little you ever had an apple martini no apple teeny yeah that's what they use in it. It's oh, pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have had cinnamon, like a gold slogger. Like, Is that you know? one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a, a, it's a schnapps okay. as well. Gotcha. But like, 
I guess that's the only one I have, just like drink on itself, which oh, I haven't so had that since I was like 19. It's like last year. Exactly. That's the shit that they're trying to get for the girl in fucking Superbad. Yeah, that's what they're trying the to get The one that her. they drop on the bus. Uh-huh. Give me them booze. He's like, no. <laughs> so, uh, Schnapps, American, goes well with orange juice, which we have in here, mm-hmm. and lemonade. So, if you have some lemonade, a cold lemonade, lemonade. put a little bit in there. Mm, that cold, delicious. refreshing drink. There's a bunch of famous drinks that are known for having it in it. A fuzzy navel, a peach martini. One fuzzy navel for the lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> a, a peach bourbon, and of course, sex on the beach, baby. Mm. Which we need to find one where they have sex on the beach so we can have this fucking drink. Yeah, well, didn't we do cocktail? What did we drink for that? We, we had the fucking the red, red eye. eye. Like I couldn't do a sex on the beach. Cause like, like Tom calls out a sex on the beach. He does. The Velvet Hammer, the Alabama all Slammer. All of them. I could have picked them. anything I wanted from that one. The Orgasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do 50 Shades so we can drink the Orgasm. Ooh. <laughs> Just the first one. Okay, so. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Kirby's coming back. <laughs> all right, Kirby. Okay, so also in my ventures into learning about this shit, of course, you know, your girl had to learn how to make it. Mm. And you can make it at home. So this peach is, schnapps? Oh, yeah, or baby. Or any schnapps? Any kind of schnapps. But today, I'm going to teach you the peach one. Okay. So this is how you make it. You are going to get peaches. You're going to cut them up. You're going to put them in a jar. You're going to cut a little bit of some uh, lemon peels. You're going to put them in there. Boom. Then you're going to pour vodka in there. Ooh. You're going to close it up, and you're going to let it sit for one to two months. It also was cool because it's like one of like, because, you know, I make some stuff at home. It's one that you can taste as you go. So you can gauge what type of sweetness you want with your stuff. Got you. And so it doesn't have to stay sealed. It doesn't have to stay. It doesn't have to. And I would probably do it for a month. You need to do it in a room temperature in a dark room and you're going to put it in there. And every period. Like growing mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) But periodically you're going to go in there and you're going to shake the jar to get it all in there. Then you're going to strain it and you're going to mix it with some homemade simple syrup. Then you're going to let it sit in the jar all combined together for about a week. And then that girl is good to drink. So technically Mm. there is vodka in it. Yes. But I think that's just the one that I'm making because I've also saw that. Brandy is also one okay. that they can okay. use in it, which I would okay. probably try because I like I like brandy. that, yeah. I think I would do both and see which one I like the best. Ashley would probably do Brandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah not, so. She is not a vodka girl. <laughs> she's not, but she did drink my limoncello. That's And true. that's vodka. That's and true. it was smooth. That was. Oh, fuck. <laughs> smooth. Shit. So, yeah, that's how you make peach schnapps. I'm guessing that would work the same with like apples and i feel pears. like some of our listeners would and should Cinnamon. try this if y'all actually do go through with making these peach yeah. schnapps send us a photo please you know, email us at lights camera cocktail no s get the s out of here dot, at gmail.com yes you know, we want to know i want to know because i do plan and on we'll shout it. you out i do plan on making it i just don't know when i'm gonna try it gotcha oh speaking of shouting out uh, follow us on YouTube. We got a whole lot of shit going on. Uh, I'm making some fun clips with everything that we're doing here. Uh, and uh, we're trying to build an audience, you know, so we can do this more often. We need subscribers. Also, we're doing we, our part. We're Come on. on the tick and the talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on TikTok now. <laughs> we finally the, jumped on that wagon. We're on the tick to the talk. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, that's a little bit of her story. On them peach schnapps. On that peach schnapps. It is real tasty. I'm licking my fingers. It's so damn tasty. <sighs> Shit. Okay. So. <laughs> I feel like Kirby's going to get more animated as he drinks. Oh, I am Probably. so ready. You tell me when you're ready for another drink. Down the rabbit hole. Let's I'm go. trying to go slow. Take I'm your like, time. It's a martini. Wait, so there's this, there's this is fuller than mine, so I'm like, mine is, take my time. Mine's always full at the beginning because I do a lot of the talking. My first time. one's usually done by the time we finish the drinking. Yeah, and then and then I start drinking real hard. And then that. I can't remember right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so do you uh, want to tell the world about Kirby, how awesome he is? I mean, look at him. Hello. He's taken, though, gentlemen. He's taken. The man is married. Get out of here. Uh so, oh, you brought it. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking two, but I just don't wear it. <laughs> but I'm single. Hello. Hey, submit your resume, fellas. Yeah. Me. Shit. <laughs> we were just talking. Yeah. So, Kirby, I have known, believe it or not, longer than I've known Ashley. However, they were friends at the same time. Uh-huh. So, I met him while we were both new to LA, working at Home Depot working on the side on our actual goals. Uh, all the while, this motherfucker was working with Ashley on set mm-hmm. and did not introduce us. How dare Going they had to, to Vegas. Wait. Yeah, he was partying it up with Ashley in Vegas while he was working with me. We just happened to know each but other But to be afterwards. fair, at the beginning, Ashley wasn't single. She wasn't single when I met her. Oh, but, but when I met the tea. Uh, uh, the tea. When I met her. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm glad she became. The night singer. I met her and I talked to her and, you know, let her know I was interested, she didn't say nothing about her boyfriend. <laughs> now, although we do are doing a movie about fashion design, mm-hmm. Kirby is an interior designer. He has a beautiful eye and a hell of a wardrobe. Oh, and so yes. that is one of the reasons why we asked him on this episode and because I just love it's him. It's about time. I'm we, excited. We just love him. Yay! And, and thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Okay. That being said, you didn't put shit in my drink, right? Because <laughs> I've heard time. stories. Not this time. <laughs> Kirby's a prankster. Well, I'm off tomorrow, so as long as it wears off in 24 hours, we're Gucci. Mm. Okay, so it is March. Yes, it is. And we themed this month. Say it. Damn it, I already forgot it, but... uh, March... March my way. March your own way. March your own way. Yeah, so we chose some... Women empowering movies, which is so awesome because March is International Women's Month. Is it? It is. Yeah. See, the universe just told us. Just told us what our movies were gonna be. So mm. I don't know about you guys, but it's time for what? For the motherfucking drinking, drinking game. Yes. Are you ready? Kirby's already drinking. I'm already drinking. Grab that, grab that <laughs> double wears nada. And I'm get trying ready. to go one in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get ready. So you're going to take a sip every time Andy's phone rings. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I have to take this. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that annoying. I feel oh like God. if... That was me, and I had to hear it all the time. I would change it up. Like, it would be like the Wicked Witch of the West, like, what she calls, or like, uh, they do that shit in Ted. 
Yeah, I would do like Mila Darth Kunis's Vader. Mila Kunis' ringtone is Darth Vader. Yeah, I would be like, dun, 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 dun. like, oh shit, my boss is calling. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that annoying. What is that? It sounds negative. <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, Nate tell her too when she, they're in the heat of an argument? They're on the, they're breaking up. If as you want to know, it, it's like you know. In case you were wondering, the person whose calls you always take—that's the relationship you're in. I hope you two are very happy together. In case you were wondering, the person whose calls you answer is the that's one whose relationship you're in. Yeah. yeah. So. Boom. Got her. Got her. I'd be like, well, bitch, you don't pay me. And I would just answer that shit. <laughs> if you paid me, I would answer your phone more. Okay. So, <laughs> right. Depends on the currency. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, the dollar ain't worth as much as it used to be. <laughs> you gonna take a sip. Take a sip. When Miranda says... That's all. Oh, fuck. That's all. Union, which exposed the exploit. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. She says it quite often. And Emily. 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 He's like, she's talking. That means you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She She gives her that up and down on her fucking shoes. I'm like, oh, my God. This. Oh, she got daggers in her eyes. Yeah, that she, was. She said Michael. so much without making the sound. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! She made you stop so she could look at your ass and tell you to leave. Yeah, that look <laughs> is like you need to question everything you're oh. doing with your life. Were you blind when you got dressed? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're doing? Miranda's seen me. She knows what I look like. Miranda hired me. She knows what I look like. Do you? Do, Do you? <laughs> You're going to take a simp. Take a simp. When someone runs in front of a car. Now, I don't know if you notice it, this movie. And I, yes, we're talking about Emily. Of course. Deal with it before I go. I swear to God. Oh, Emily? I was saying, does know? it count when she gets... It, it definitely counts if Emily Boom! gets hit. Papers she, everywhere. But if you pay attention... People are just talking and running in front of this, like the, the clackers street. do it. The clackers—they get in the goddamn middle of the street and they hail a cab. I don't understand it. I've only been to New York once, mm. and I was on the sidewalk, bitch, and I Ubered. But like, <laughs> I didn't see people just in the middle of the street. I mean, in New York, nobody's on their phone either, though. Their their eyes are up because you will get hit. Well, Andy runs in front of cars numerous of times. Yes, she does. The Yes, she does. So every time she does, it could have been a close call, like Emily's. <laughs> she totally Emily's was too close to call. I mean, she totally got Mean Girls. Gotcha, like, bitch. <laughs> it was Mean Girls all over again. Oh my she god! Got hit. It was those scars just fluttering in oh, them. Beautiful Dude. scars. Beautiful scars. Oh, scars. They're in mass scars. As my cologne. I knew you would know. <gasps> because the orange bags that she's carrying. Oh, yeah. Kirby cars. does smell are, fantastic today. are like $900 plus. Damn. All over the street. Well, I hope someone picked them New up. dirty New York streets, too. <laughs> I, hope, I hope somebody picked Homeless them up. Homeless dude is slanging them for 15 bucks. <laughs> 20 A white girl will buy those. I would, too. Them. I would, too. How are you going to pass up a sale? <laughs> Not on these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you won't take a sale. Mm-hmm. Every time someone eats or drinks. Now, the clackers are not eating bitches. No. Okay. And 
Andy does eat a little bit. She does eat a little bit. Emily is in there yelling at her while she's <laughs> eating the pudding in the hospital. Do you know what really just kills me about this whole thing? Is the clothes that you're gonna get. I mean, mm, you don't deserve them. You eat carbs for Christ's sake. You eat you carbs, eat carbs. <laughs> for God's sake. She's just biting on some bread. Yeah. Um, and we can't forget that Nate be making her them grilled cheese oh, sandwiches. Yeah. What? I'm not even hungry anymore. What? That is why those girls are so skinny. Oh, no, no, no. Give me that. There's like $8 of Jarlsberg in there. Give me that. It's yeah. like $8 of Jarlsberg in yeah. there. He's yeah. even giving them a lesson on potatoes. He's like, squeeze your fry. Like, you, know, <laughs> you feel that firmness? Like We are having some grilled cheese after We this. are. We are having grilled cheese after this. And I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> I know we just ate, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm hungry for grilled cheese. So, yeah, anytime that they eat or drink. Drinking-wise, they drink at, like, the party. Oh, yeah. When she's just, like... She's eating her soup in line. She does. She gets it on what her... What does he tell her? On her... Corn chowder. It's an interesting choice. You do know that cellulite is one of the main ingredients in corn chowder. That's, that's brave. <laughs> you know the main ingredients is... Cellulite. cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's uh, you know, she eats her bagel. Oh, yeah. Mm, Tucci, did someone the, eat an onion, onion bagel? bagel? She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, he is my favorite character. I know. And do, always. Do you, do you, are you going to tell everyone how you got your cup? Mm. Uh, Smashley got this for me. If y'all don't recognize this, it's from a little known show called Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa drinks this while they're in the teacher's lounge. So this is from there. They have their own. This is an extra cup and it is mine. <laughs> we keep calm and we toochie on. We do. <laughs> and today is no different. Mm -hmm. So you gonna take a simp. Take that simp. When they name drop designer. Who are you gonna see, Galliano? Yeah. And Lagerfeld? Yeah. Nikola Gaskier. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you're scared of me. <laughs> now, if you're not a fashion queen, then you might not know some of these things. You might be like Andy, and she's like, can you spell? Okay, can you please spell Gabbana? Hello? How do you spell Gabbana? Hello? It's like my favorite line. Do you have Demol Soulier? No. I have Patrick. I have Patrick. I have Patrick. Yeah. I thought you're going to need some Jimmy Choo's. Yep. You're in desperate mm -hmm. need of Chanel. She said Calvin Klein skirts. What kind she of skirts? Which skirts? I tried to ask her. You never no. ask. <laughs> so, yeah. Bore me with your questions. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, any of those? Are those the. Yeah. Are you wearing the, the Chanel boots? Yeah, I am. The Chanel boots. boots. Yeah. <laughs> yes, man. You know who that is, right? That's my Chanel boots. No, no, no. The girl that she's always gossiping with. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, I don't Not everybody knows. She's Mr. Mrs. No X. longer. No longer Mrs. X, Mrs. X Tom oh, Brady. Brady. Giselle. <laughs> I do like Giselle. And I feel like I will do another movie with her in it. Uh, Taxi. Mm. I like that. <laughs> with okay. Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon. I was just scrolling past that today. Were you? I yeah. saw it on on one of the streaming sites, and mm -hmm. I was like, I, I don't, don't ask me which one. There's so many nowadays. <laughs> so yeah, back to the lecture at hand. So anytime they design a drop, you gonna take a seat.
And if, the, you, if you're a world count uh -huh. when he's he's like examining her purse and he's like, who, who made that oh. beautiful thing? You. Of course. No, because he does not say his name. True. She does. I'm looking for James Holt. Oh, that's right. I'll allow it. Oh, God, you always <laughs> fucking find I'm gonna find the loopholes. I'm, you I'm, find a loophole. I'm gonna get you drunk. <laughs> I'm trying to get you drunk. What a nice. You drink. might. <laughs> okay, so yes. Anytime a designer is named, if you just name, if you just talking to him and you say his name, it counts. Okay. You gonna take a sip. Take that sip. When Paris is said. Oh. I finally get to go to Paris and actually see Paris. Paris. Oh, that's like my favorite line. Most importantly, um, I get to go with her to Paris for Fashion Week in the fall. I get to wear couture. I go to all the shows and all the parties. I meet all of the designers. It's divine. I get to go to Paris. It's divine. <laughs> I do like this prissy do you want to know that what really gets me is you're gonna to go to Paris and all of the cool clothes you're gonna get like you her, don't deserve you them. Don't deserve, she doesn't deserve them. She really don't. <laughs> but I know Emily works hard, but does she deserve them? Not with that attitude. I think she deserves them. I mean, it's all she cares about. That is all so she cares about. That being said, and she I mean, does. She was there before and after. Yeah, sure, she's still there. Yeah, she's still yeah. there. She's got to train all the other bitches. She definitely deserved to go. She we'll get into it. She deserves the clothes because she appreciates and cares for the clothes. That's true. That's very true. Andy might wear I mean, wear... they'll drown her, but... She could take a man, you know? <laughs> That's the best, like, sh like shady-ass well, line to someone who's giving you I don't thousands know. of it's dollars worth of clothes. a huge imposition. They'll all have to be taken it in. Is. I mean, they'll drown me. <laughs> and I she gives her... I can take them off your hands. She gives her a compliment, but she doesn't hear it because she hugs up the phone. She's like, you have very big shoes to fill. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> Huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have gave it to her too because that was love her dream. Her character. Hats yeah. off to Emily Blunt. Yeah. So anytime, you know, even when she's like, I can't, I can't do that to Emily. Mm. She loves Paris. Oh my God. Okay. You're going to take a simp. A lot of simping. When Miranda drops her coat. Oh my. Oh. Dude, you're going to be sitting there just. So I, get ready for that montage. Like, I, I need like. Take like a baby ben, simp. Like, because yes. she's just like. Can you get that paper that was in my hand and the other yesterday? day? <laughs> Can you uh, take what's his face for a walk? Can you get reservations at that place in the, by the window? Like some oh rando ass shit. Dude. Yes, please. Like she's openly trying to make your job difficult. And, and I'm even going to say where she decides to throw it on Emily's desk instead of Andy's desk. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. She be fucking throw it. Which, Hang this up. Don't just fling it anywhere. Which I watched outtakes <laughs> of of Meryl throwing them on the on the desk. And it looks harder than... It actually was harder it's than... It's not it easy. Like, they those kept are heavy. They're like those fur. purses are heavy. Yeah. They just kept falling off the fucking desk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like sw swinging a small kettlebell over your shoulder. Bing, and then it just slides off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, get ready for Miranda's uh, coat throw throwings. Mm. Do the coat. Do the coat. She's always fucking snapping at her. I hate being snapped at. It's like. Oh, uh, it's the worst. Yeah. Damn. And I've had, ooh, I've had some people who. That being said. Are snappers. Fingers. <laughs> 
I've had people who are snappers and they don't realize that they're snapping. I'm like, look, I'll do anything you ask me to do, but if you keep snapping, snapping at me, Garçon. coffee. Garçon means boy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so anytime she drops the coat, you gonna take a sip. I'm almost out. When Nigel yes <laughs> talks about Andy's size. Oh, come along, oh. six. Yeah, you bet your <laughs> size you six ass. <laughs> Do you think this will fit me? Will it fit me? Oh, yeah. A little Crisco and some fishing line and we're in business. Sure, let's get some Crisco and some fishing line and we're on our way. <laughs> like, he is very, uh, it is very mean. But if you're clever with but your meanness. She's, so, she's skinny. <laughs> I know. We'll we'll talk about it. People are dying to be a size six. Uh, What is the problem? uh, That fat girl? Go fuck yourself. I I will take any of his shade to be real with you. She became a four. She did. Yeah. Over the course of the movie, she became a four. And I would definitely say that I think that I'll take any of his slide. Like where he's like, is there a before (laughs) bitch? That we're taking. We, is this a before, before and after thing we're doing? That we're doing. I, no one told me what about that. <laughs> I'll take any. I'll take any of his shade because it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. If you could get me really good with some clever ass, like if you could dog me cleverly. There's an outtake, a deleted scene in the DVD where it shows her coming in on her first day and him walking over. And she's like, he's like, no, yeah, she hired me. Well, apparently my opinion means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. And to be real with you, he would be my instant friend. Oh. He would. I'd be like, I like you. He could hate me and I I would still love him. Yeah. He'd be like, that bitch doesn't leave me alone. And I'd be like, because you're hilarious. No. I don't know what to do with you. No. (laughs) You gonna take a simp when Emily insults Andy. Nice. Because her insults are pretty good. They <laughs> are. She's she's sharp with them. She's very sharp with no. them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like where she's like, how am I going to get the steak in 15 minutes? And she runs off. She's like, wish me luck. And she's like, I will be back in 15 minutes. Wish me luck. No, shan't. Never. Not a shot. Not a shot. Not a chance or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. It's like so cold. And she does put her foot in her mouth. When she's sitting there gossiping with Giselle and she finally had her, Nigel gives her her makeover. She's like, yes, I know, of course. And she's a completely other design. Oh, shit. Of course, it's Anne Hathaway. She has to go from an ugly duckling to a pretty princess. Right. Because it's in her diary. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote it. She wrote it. Three years ago. Twice. And then again, the year before. Twice. <laughs> but yeah. Any of the insults that Emily gives is the best. <laughs> I do like the line. It's not an insult where she's like, You look so thin. Do I? Yeah. Oh, it's for Paris. Well, I'm on this new diet. It's very effective. Well, I don't eat anything. And when I feel like I'm about to faint, I eat a cube of cheese. Well, it's definitely working. I know. I'm just one stomach flew away from my gold weight. Well, Emily, you look so skinny. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> what I do is I don't eat anything. And then right before I'm supposed to pass out, I eat a block of cheese. She's like, I'm one stomach flew away from my gold weight. Oh my like, God. <laughs> so bad. So bad. <laughs> but yeah. 
All right. So mm. you going to finish your drink when Andy gets the job. Nice. So when she gets That's the an job, early one. Yeah, you know, we're going to get in there. And let's let's knock it back. Mm. Uh, we going to cuz there's a lot of crossing the streets yes, <laughs> before there is. that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there's eating before that. I'm going to have Stanley Tucci be and uh, fucking blood Emma Blunt be fucking mm. give her mud shade. So you might be almost I'm sorry, you're busy. Time. Some hideous gut convention to go to. <laughs> One, I love oh that line. God, that was the worst. <laughs> I love that line because she gets herself. She laughs at her own joke. She just, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. It was a good one. It was a hideous scourge. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so there's a lot of drinking going on in the first. Okay, so you're going to finish your drink when Andy shows up at the Met Gala or the fundraiser, which is... Oh, it's the fucking Met Gala. Isn't where, the Met Gala a fundraiser? Where Tucci tells her, you know, always boobs pointed out. Yeah, once. you know, she gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. And he had to stop his interview to be like, bitch, <laughs> bitch, you look amazed. Look at her. Maze balls. So you're going to take a sip. Okay. Or finish your drink. Finish your drink. You're going to finish your drink when Andy throws her phone in the fountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'll be your last phone simp, and then you just gonna take it down. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Finally gives in. Nope, really, I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be happy. So, is there anything you would add to the motherfucker drink game? I don't want to because there's a lot of simping going on. There's a lot. Of simping. Everybody's simping around here, but I do have one, but I'm gonna let Kirby decide first. Do you have anything to add? You got any anything you would add to the game? I can't think of one right now. Okay, I have one. <laughs> Take a simp uh-huh. anytime you see somebody who is playing themselves. Okay. There's a number of actual famous designers or models or Valentina. people in Valentina. the industry yeah. uh, in this movie. But Heidi's not playing herself. Oh, no, yeah, Heidi is, is playing yeah, herself. She is. She is playing herself. Uh-huh. She's just at the party. Yeah. True There's, I will, I'll give you a hint. There's about six or seven. So anytime you see a famous person who is portraying themselves... Take a drink. Okay. What you got, Smashley? Did you do the drink every time, like the, the fashion montage, like the different outfits? Ooh, I, I thought of that. I really did. People I almost going to be drunk before the movie is I was going to do every time she changes her clothes. The montage part. All right. When she does her makeover and then it's the montage. Every t- everything she walks into. Yeah. Okay. She's hailing a cab. It passes by. Her outfit change. She walks past a pole. Her outfit change. You know what, Smashley? I like it because this is a fashion okay. movie. She's already going for a Pepsi AC, oh, so that shows you how much this one. drink will fuck you up. Oh, oh, you got one? Yeah. Every time they mention or you see the book. <gasps> Ooh, That's a good God, one. God, how did I miss that one, Kirby? Thank Nicely you. Done. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna get ready. fucked up. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling good. That. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> that is the completely made up drinking. Game, yes, Oh my god, I'm feeling good. We'll get ready to feel better. Oh shit, you ready? <laughs> yes, because it's time for the stats. Yeah. You know what? Let's go. Normally, you, I'm not nervous, and then you say, you know what? You throw a wrench in my whole system and tell me that it scored a 26, but <laughs> I know this isn't going to score a 26. All right, well, you know, Money Train is a good movie. I, <laughs> it is. Or else we wouldn't have had it on the show. It's good. Go watch it. So 
The Devil Wears Prada dropped June 30th, 2006, baby. Mm -hmm. So like a million years ago, practically. Damn, not that old. (laughs) Looking at the fashion, it made me feel real old. I was like, ooh, none of this, some of this ain't, it didn't cross. I don't know. I saw a lot of stuff. I'm like, a lot of that stuff will work today. I do believe that Meryl Streep's outfits... Hold up really well. Sure. Out of everybody, I feel Andy, like her when she does her makeover, a lot of that a will lot of hold it. up really well. Emily, not so much. Some of those things that she was wearing would be considered a hideous skirt today. But back in the day, I thought back in the day it was yeah that bright ass blue eyeshadow <laughs> <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Oh no, her makeup. <laughs> it was two thousand and six. It I, was two thousand six. I was watching. It, I was like, yeah, this is two thousand and six. Yep. I mean, oh, they I just canceled. they're just getting out of the low rise jeans at that point. Oh. Like, <laughs> You're right. The high waists were on their way. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the budget for this movie. Thirty-five million dollars. That's a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Translate that into twenty twenty-three money. It's fifty-two million dollars. A mid-level wow. movie that we don't do anymore. See, if we did mid-level movies nowadays, we'd have more movies like The Devil Wears Prada. This is such a great. Come on, studios, get it together. Can't all be Marvel and DC movies? Shit. I mean, but I, I mean, don't stop making them though. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> For them, it's either four million or four hundred million. I mean, I don't nothing know, in between. I don't know how much the new Creed is, but I'm gonna spend a lot some money to see them sweaty ass motherfuckers fight each other. Oh, oh yes, I will. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> you can see me fight for free, okay? I do see you fight for free. Yeah. but you're you're not good, sexy to me though. Okay. Okay. But I had other opponents that I was fighting, and they were that was like sexy. A lot of them. Yeah. Okay. There was one dude. He could just scoop you right up. Okay, so this uh, $35 million movie made $326 million. Yes, it did. And that translated into 2021 money is over $491 million. Damn. So I made money, I made sounds. Fucking A. I did go to the movies to go see this. I was 19. And this shit was a poppin'. It came out at a good time. It, it did. The the book came out. This came out. Ugly Betty came out. We Ugly had, Betty's? Oh yeah. yeah, Ugly Betty. We had a fucking top model, Zoolander. Like, this was like the heyday of, like, making us kind of want to be, like, models. We had Victoria's Secret, Runway, Holiday fuck shows. Like, it was, all this shit was, like, a thing back then. So, of course, it made a lot of money. Absolutely. They played on our... I was not going to the movies at this time. I remember how old I was. I remember where I was and shit was going on. So I did not see it until years later. That's okay. It's here for you. As soon as I saw it, I loved it though. Timeless. Yeah, absolutely. Are you ready? For what? Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Throw it at me. Critics, 75%. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised. They're hateful people. (laughs) <laughs> they look for reasons to not like a movie. I mean, how you gonna hate Meryl Streep's up in this? Like, and she gives right? some of her best. You got work, Stanley Tucci. You got Meryl Streep. You yeah. got Emily Blunt. You got Anne Hathaway. You got Adrian Grenier. You got all these famous designers. Seventy-five. You just got bad taste in fashion. You That's just all. mad because you didn't look good in high school. <laughs> 
I didn't, but I wasn't mad. I went to the movies and see I'm not I talking about you. I'm talking oh, about the okay. critics. I thought it was great. The critics didn't look good in high school. Okay. They have no fashion sense. That's what it is. You ready for the audience? Yeah. 76%. Wow. Yes. I thought it would be better. I thought it would be better. I, I have theories on why, but I'm not going to say it. Because then that will put some shade on actors. <laughs> Okay, well, you want to know what the ZZ Fresh is? What do you got? ZZ Fresh, 98%. I think that is really good. It does feel like a time capsule for someone who was very young during that time. And, Mm -hmm. like, the the music, Mm -hmm. the clothing. I mean, as a theater geek, I can always tell what time period a movie is. If you by go the to, fashion. Well, yeah. by the fashion, but by if you go to Times Square and what plays are playing on oh, Broadway. Oh, yeah. And it was Chicago time. That totally tracks. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Somebody I, told me once, like, if you want to know what period something took place, look at the fashion. Oh, go yeah, to definitely. to a fashion designer and they'll tell you. That they'll be cars. able to tell you exactly what time that was that in the cars that's mm-hmm. how they'll get it within like 10 years I'm, i feel like i'm usually pretty good at it mm. just like on my own but like this movie i think it's great i don't know i think that the thing that i didn't like the most about it was the men minus nigel <laughs> i mean he was the best but just like the dudes in general were kind of like i felt like they were phoning it in and that's just me but Thank God we had nothing but bomb-ass bitches in this movie. <laughs> Plus Danny Tucci to keep this movie going. Like, it was great. I mean, there's only, like, three main men in the movie. Um, that being said, I, I, I'll, I'll touch on this in a minute. Kirby, what do you think? What would you rate this movie? What is there? Your I love Kirby. It. It's, it's definitely in my top five. Mm. Like, I can play it over and over. Okay. I don't get tired of it. I love it. But when you were saying about the man, something that I was thinking of is doesn't Nate sort of play the like the the villain role in the movie? He's like doesn't support the girlfriend like job. He's like, an obstacle for sure. Yeah. Rather and, but, than but he, he sort of like changes at the end. Mm-hmm. But he he kind of like plays that. He does of, well. He's a, he, it's hard to define his character because. He is an obs- He becomes an obstacle. He's also the voice of reason. Because he does tell her, like, if you a happy bitch, quit. Yeah, like, he's why the one that's trying to bring this? her back to reality and understand what's really important to her. Because she is changing. It's but not like if she not. would have quit that early, I don't know if she would have, like, She wouldn't have made the impression. No. Well, I mean, she then that's... As a person. That yeah. job reference would be gone. Yeah. Then she would have done it for nothing. Yeah, she wouldn't yeah. have accomplished her and, goal yeah. either. It would have been pointless, yeah. Yeah. So. I feel you. He is a villain. A villain. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can't categorize thing. him as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you're right. That is a real strong word. <laughs> He's not standing in He's her not way. sabotaging He's not deliberately her. trying yeah. to trip her up. Yeah. He loves her. Even when he's mad at her, he's like, He's understand. Really pretty. She <laughs> skips out on his birthday and he does not give her the flack. He tells her she's oh, pretty. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's throwing shade when he does tell her. But he's saying, you look really pretty tonight. But yes, I am hurt by what you did. That being said. What is your JJ crew? Oh, that was a good one, though. We crewing up for something? I don't know. I can't I can't figure out what your thing would be called. And that's a designer, isn't it? 
J Crew is a designer. No, but I'm adding another J because that I don't wear. I don't wear, <laughs> but you the JJ Crew. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a 95. Okay. And like you said, the the five points off uh, is not because of the story. I think the story works very, very well. I think it's told very, very well. This is a great movie, a very feel-good movie. It's been raining like crazy here in Los Angeles, and a rainy day is a great day to watch this movie, honestly. I can't throw shade on actors, but there's some actors in here that I'm not impressed with. Um, So yeah, 95%. Okay. I ain't mad at it. This movie's great. I'm glad that we fucking picked it. As soon as you said it, I was happy. What are you making that one for? Not for oh, you. Kirby's ready. I'm ready for a refill. All right. Well, I'm ready to dive into this movie. All right, hold so, yourself. Drinking. It's happening. <laughs> the layers are coming the off. The layers are coming off. The devil's about to wear nada. <laughs> Prada or nada. <laughs> Stanley Tucci doesn't drink his Negronis on set. <laughs> you don't know what he has in his cup. I don't know what he has in his cup. Oh, that being okay. said. So um, layering down. Woo! That's the stats. Take it off. All right. I yeah. fuck shit up. Let's do this. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back after I uh, spilt the whole drink on the floor. I get like my oh see I wore this tie specifically because it's got the wider frame, which is more like what Tucci wears in two thousand and six. I don't know nothing about no ties. All right, let's dive into this. Let's do so this. something I do want to talk about is the deleted scenes. Oh. Now, there are a number of deleted scenes in the DVD that you can check out if you have access to that DVD. And they're fucking hilarious. The editor took them out because it, in his defense, it does slow down the movie. Like, a lot of them take place before she even goes up there to get the interview. Uh, so it's her in the elevator, and she's Andy Sachs, you know, brand new, and she can't get into the elevator because her fucking car doesn't work and all this shit. And these entitled bitches are not waiting for her. Then the second that she's in the elevator, they're all complaining about how ugly they are or how ugly they feel. And she's just sitting there listening to them like, bitch, you're a model. You're absolutely gorgeous. What the hell is going on? One of these girls straight up says, I almost called in fat today. <laughs> Fucking fat. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, I'm so using that. Whoever wrote that, thank you. I'm calling in fat today. I'm calling in fat today. Like this 5'10, 108 pound blonde British girl. I almost called in fat today. Oh my god, I feel terrible. I look terrible. How come we don't have these as real days I could call off for? Wow. I'm I feel fat today. I'm bloated. I'm not yeah, coming in. Yeah, it's a bloated in. day. Yeah, this bloated day that I don't want to go to work. Mm. But if all I had to text is, <laughs> I'm taking a fat day, it would be brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Something that's fun, a little fun fact. There's a reason why in the movie, when Andy receives her first call from Emily, it's like 6.30 in the morning. She's like telling her, you got to go pick up the coffee. You got to do this. You got to yeah. do that and the other. There's a reason why you only hear her voice. The outtake uh, or the deleted scene is on the DVD and the magazines that she has on the desk while she's saying all of this on the phone are blurred out. 
they which means they oh. used real magazines that they didn't have clearance for. Oh, yeah. Therefore, in the edit, they took out the video and just added the audio over the phone while Andy is talking. There's a lot of things in this movie that they either cut out of the script or they didn't even end up filming because it was like extra. It's like ten million dollars worth of extra scenes that they were trying to film. Damn. Yeah. That's but they didn't have the time and the money. Can I just get like twenty five G's to finish my movie? Fuck. No. <laughs> Damn. Ten million or bus. Okay. <laughs> Ten million will work. Yeah. And what I was talking about earlier is one of the deleted scenes. Okay. When she's saying like hot. No no no. Can you get this hotter? Like center of the sun hot. She's sitting she's standing in line in Starbucks with the phone, with the shit in her hand, waiting for Miranda's coffee and it's not hot enough. And then she's uh, apologizing to the barista. She's like, I'm sorry, my boss is just very in particular. She's like, on the verge of tears. Oh, that's funny because that's Meryl Streep's daughter. Oh, Her real funny. daughter? Yeah. Is the barista? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. When did you work with Meryl Streep's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, she's in that. She's in Good Girls oh. Who does she play in Good Girls Revolt? She's in the pilot. Girl, we can barely hear you over there. Peanut Gallery. Peanut Gallery. She's in the pilot. She's in the pilot. She's in the pilot. I'm shitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> also, is there a reason why there's four Starbucks cups in the cup holder yeah, that who she always the other puts ones on her four? desk? But she always puts the four on on Miranda's desk. Ooh. Maybe because. She a asked for extra tray an extra better. different temperature. Extra shot. Yeah. One's probably for Nigel. That could be right. One's probably for Emily and one's for Miranda. Who knows who the third, fourth one is for? That's Nigel. Maybe she gets her own. Coffee. Babe, have you been drinking? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that devil. Sh- she did take a shot with me. Because <laughs> that devil is about to wear nada. I'm going to be wearing some earphones tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, let me get ready. Oh, yes, you are. Ashley's <laughs> night with Tucci. With Tucci. <laughs> One. The I love sequel it. to A Night in Paris. A Night in Paris. A Night in Tucci. <laughs> a Night with Tucci. Yeah, so um, I love it. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our director, Mr. David Frankel. So my man has an Oscar for not for this movie. I know. That being said, this movie was nominated for two Oscars. It was. It was. We'll we'll touch on that. But he has an Oscar for best live action short film. So before he did The Devil Wears Prada. He started making his way up, doing short films, and he won an Oscar. It is called Dear Diary. Hmm. He ain't won one yet, or since, but nonetheless, uh, <laughs> you yeah. will notice his work in this, in uh, Marley and Me. I okay. didn't watch it. You didn't watch Marley uh, and Me? Don't. I, I know. Uh, I had family members come out of the theater crying, and I was like, uh-uh, that ain't for me. Okay, you seen a show called Sex in the City? Oh, yes, it did. Yeah, there you go. All right, he directed a number of those episodes. I'm going to have to find out which ones he does. Okay. He also did Collateral Beauty. With my boo-boo, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he just finished uh, directing episodes of The Morning Show. I like that. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, Inventing Anna, 
that uh oh, oh that yeah, yeah that, that shit yeah. that yeah. was yeah. actually that was really did you watch it oh yeah. yeah okay yes. your boy david frankel directed uh, you're so basic <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> right you haven't seen it no <laughs> i haven't basic, watched it basic empire yeah <laughs> and uh another thing that he's famous uh for is directing the pilot episode of entourage Yes. That's your fucking show. That is my show. I love that show. It gives me, you know, I know it's 20 years old, but it gives me some insight in the industry. Which is where he met Adrian Grenier, who plays Nate in this movie. Nate Doe! Yes, he did. <laughs> and I watched the episode, the pilot today, just to like refresh myself on like how he does this thing, you know? Because, of course, you dude, did. Jerry Ferreira was a brand new actor. Never did a damn thing, really, uh, before. Like, he did a couple things, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. So, he's got fresh actors that he's working with, and he did a hell of a pilot. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, that is our director, Mr. David Frankel. I've been drinking shit. I lost my train of thought. I'm going to help you out. <laughs> oh, my God. You you refilled it. Mm -hmm. I did. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Normally, people tip their bartenders. I don't know. I made you dinner. Damn. Every time you come over. Damn. Every time I come over, I make you a drink. You get bed, bed and breakfast. I do. But I make you drinks. <laughs> and hugs. And hugs. And I make you laugh. I right? I don't know what else you want. That's all I got to offer. I got jokes. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. I know stuff. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> So, uh, Adrian Grenier uh, plays Nate in this. Nate is... So many Annas ran through my mind right now. It's like Anna Camp, Anna Kendrick, Anne Hathaway is yeah, the one. Get to the right one. That, that's the one. He plays Vincent Chase in Entourage. So, most people think that he's the lead in Entourage. He is not. He's the star of Entourage. He's the star. star. He's the pretty one, which they took forever to find. He is the they could not find the right actor to play... Because that show is all based on Mark Wahlberg and his yeah. young uh, exploits. Mm -hmm. um, and their rationale was, you know, anybody who looks like a leading man and is in this town is already a leading man. You're not going to find somebody new. Little did they know that Adrian Grenier was hiding out in South America. <laughs> oh, really? So my dude is a world traveler. He is a humanitarian. He can go anywhere and have nothing but a backpack. Like, he's just, he's a free spirit. He sounds like some people we know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, may, you may find him in Colombia banging some bongos one day. What? You know, like, was he there when we were there? I, I'm not saying he was there. I'm I wanted saying, him to like, bang on my bongos. I was going to say. I'm for the bongos. Where was he at? He's not the type of guy that values money. That being said, he's real pretty. Um, he first got started in uh, such movies like Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Jones. You Jonah. drive me crazy. Okay, that's the first thing I remember. Right? Man. They're on the that dance floor. That movie was such a good movie. Who are, who are we making jealous? Everyone. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Where Melissa Joan Hart takes him because he's her next door neighbor and he's like just like this he's bumming it he's just shows up in whatever he wore the night before his hair is overgrown so she shaves him down cleans him up redresses him all of a sudden 
Exactly. Ugly duckling and everybody, every girl in the school wants to hook up with him. Because I'm going to keep on loving you. That's all I think of. <laughs> the only thing I want to do. He's really cute. Yeah, I do want to rub my fingers through his curly hair. <laughs> In Colombia, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So he does, <laughs> he does still work as an actor, but uh, he don't need money at all. Like, he did... Played Vincent Chase for nine seasons, eight seasons, say, and a couple of movies. You can't say that because some people are just bad with money. I'm not saying that. Well, he could have spent, but I don't a week in Vegas and blew most of his not, shit. That's not his idea of fun, though. You know him personally? No, I know uh, about him. Oh, okay. And so, like his life, what he does, he goes to save the whales. Okay. Like he goes to volunteer at like places that have just been hit by like. Tornadoes and hurricanes he and things of that me. nature. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Leo does that too, but he also fucks models on a yacht. <laughs> I've seen many a scenes like that of Adrian, <laughs> but no real life tabloids. Like that's true. I never. He's, hear that. he's he's like Bill Murray. You can't get a hold of him. You got to track him down. Like the guys from Entourage have their podcast, and they can't get him on the show because he doesn't answer. His Dang, phone. your own homies. Okay, well, all right, well then fine. But I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna rub my fingers through that hair. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, that's that's Adrian Grenier. He's Nate, and he has uh, been accused of not being the best actor. I think he's okay. I think he's pretty good. And this character, I don't think he is the villain. Dun, dun, dun. Fight me. <laughs> I don't think he's a villain. I do think that he does hold her back just slightly. And he does keep her grounded to be like, hey, you, you're not supposed to just change yeah, completely. Yeah, he's, he's a reality check, you know? Like, he is the one that's letting her know, hey, you're changing with this job. When she gets upset when they're playing around and they're answering her phone. Like, I mean, granted, they don't know her. They don't know Miranda and how crazy she is. Plus, she just gave you exactly. like $1,000 worth of free fucking shit. True. Right? I mean, she didn't give it to her. Like, the No, not Miranda. I'm talking about like Andy Agreed. gifted you guys with stuff. Agreed. And then you're going to treat her like some shit. But that responsibility comes with the job. Yeah. I, I don't work in the fashion industry, but in the, in the interior design industry, you're on call 24-7. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Okay, you you can choose not to answer, but you're just the one who's not gonna advance. Right. You're the one that's not gonna get yeah. the next job. Yeah. Absolutely. So he just had to hold out for a year. And, it wasn't and maybe he doesn't understand it because he doesn't come. True. Like what he does. I mean, he's he's an aspiring chef, and he's very good at what he does, and he's very passionate about what he does. However, he has a very good work personal life balance. He understands that there are some things that are more important than just work and that will slow down his upward progression in his career to a certain degree, but he's okay with that. He's taking the slow road and therefore because he's taking the slow road, he has time to spend with his friends, to create memories, to have a relationship with her. And she was that person until she took this job. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I give you a fun fact? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, let's talk about the book. Oh, the book. 
And I'm not talking about the book that Miranda needs delivered to her house. I'm talking about what this movie is based off of. I thought you were talking about the book. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah, you, you got I saw it that. in your face. You that, that's why I had to <laughs> right. I have to take the to book. Clarify. The book. How does, how does Emily say it? The book. The book. I have to take the book down to the art department. This is the book. Now, it is a mock-up of everything in the current issue. Mm-hmm. And we deliver it to Miranda's apartment every night. And she returns, don't touch it, she returns it to us in the morning with her notes. This is the book. This the is book. a mock-up of Don't touch the, it. Don't touch it. <laughs> I, that is my favorite. She's like, mm-mm. That's so funny. She's all flaming through it. Don't touch it. Okay, so we're going to talk about the real-ass book that uh, came out in 2003. Okay. By Laura Westberg. Uh, and she was Anna Wintour's personal assistant. Back oh, in the day. okay. Oh, and if you guys don't know who Miss Wintour is, she is the Miranda Priestley. The real, real life. Miranda Priestley. Or at least it's based off of. Yes. Okay, I'm going to say that yes. because, you know, maybe she's not as horrible as Miranda sure. yeah. I hope not. But. Maybe she's better, maybe she's worse. Nobody knows. Nobody knows except people who work for her and mm-hmm. her family. So she was her real personal assistant. And so when she was there, I don't think she worked there longer than like a year or two. So then she... She didn't up, last a year. And this is her like first book. You actually see her in this movie, you guys. Oh. oh. She has a cameo. She plays the twins' nanny when they're on the train. In the train. Nice. Oh, I'm hearing a lot of gasping from I love the cameras. I love it. Smashly giving you the mask. Acting like you're working on your laptop. You're just joining us. Come here, babe. Sit right here. Sit right down next to us. Bring plenty of room. So, yeah. And so, yeah, she's the nanny. This book was on New York Times bestsellers list for about 10 weeks. Ooh. And there's even sequels to this. There sequels is, to the book? To the book. Oh, that's interesting. It's called The Revenge. Revenge Wears Prada. Ah. <laughs> the second. The Revenge Wears Prada. The Devil Returns. That's the first book that came out. Or second book that came out in 2013. So 10 years after the first one. Okay. And then the third book is called When Life Gives You Lululemons. <laughs> You put them things on and say, What's happening? I do wear Lululemons because they're fucking comfortable, but I did not. They make your ass look fantastic. (laughs) They do. My ass is, I mean, my ass is fantastic, but it just (laughs) highlights it. You can have the flattest mom butt. Lululemons will hook you up. Will hook you up. Now, there are some different things uh, from the book to the movie. Nate. Is not named Nate. His name is Alex, and he's not a chef. He is an inner city school teacher. Interesting. Okay. They didn't want to spend the budget on the kids? I don't know. I mean, they wouldn't be able to make enough money to live somewhere if he was just a school teacher. I mean, I guess a chef still, but maybe it's like a high end. A school teacher would probably make a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe he's in some Manhattan restaurant. I don't know. (laughs) They just made it hipper. No one cared about No one cares about the, the children. They just want him to eat the grilled cheese. Yeah. Maybe he's a horrible grilled cheese maker, and they're like, that needs to change. We need to make him a chef. Have you heard of this movie, Chef? (laughs) It's going to come out in like 15 years. (laughs) But you're going to love it. Okay, so um, that. Lily, uh, her best friend, has a big part in the book and the movie. Mm. If you do want to know, don't want to know any of the spoilers that I'm about to tell you, please go forward. 
You bitches ain't gonna read this, right? I'm not gonna read it. I am definitely gonna read it. I it's good because I need to make I it to. Want to. I kind of want to make it to if life gives you Lululemon. You already on the podcast. I, I want the return. The return of the okay. Yeah. So like, in this one, like Lily. You're drinking. You won't remember. She's a, she's on a whole that. different tip. She's more of like a drunk. She gets in an accident. It's a lot of stuff. There's a coma. There's a bunch of shit on her Ooh. end that's like, bitch, what's going on? Then Miranda is British. She has a British accent. Okay. And pretty much she's just Anna Wintour. So <laughs> Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour is British, I'm assuming? She is. Okay. So she's pretty much got a... Like that, mm. the for Vogue, yeah, she for is. Vogue. She is the uh, head chief and editor, editor of, of Vogue. Vogue magazine. Vogue, uh, like American Vogue. Yes. And so, well, I'll talk to about her in a second. But like in the book, the way that Andy leaves her job is completely different and seems way more like badass than what we see in this. What? Movie. Mm-hmm. How does she do it? You want to know? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> apparently. She, because the way she leaves is like very like anti. It's not anticlimactic. Underwhelming. It's, sure. She walks into that office and meets the guy. Like, what? well, the way she leaves is she throws her phone in, in the, the fountain. fountain. Yeah, but when she goes to the interview. Sure. Oh yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. But she's already left by that time. That's more of the resolution. Yeah, the way that she quits her job is that the Miranda is asking her to do something for the twins or something like that. There, where she was just like, you know what? Fuck you, Miranda. Fuck this shit. I'm done. Like, legitly, it says, fuck you, Miranda. And, wow. like, Miranda fires her on the spot and was like, you know what, bitch? You're fired. And, like, it doesn't seem like it has the happy ending that this movie has. Like, it kind of is, like, more normal. Like, a okay. real life kind of thing where it's like, you know, now I have to yeah. deal with this. Now, I don't know about... Revenge of the Devil, the Devil's Revenge versus Prada, whatever the fucking shit, Return of the Sith. I don't know any of that shit. But it definitely (laughs) made me want to learn some more or read these books because these books actually... I want to hear about the Lululemon one. That one sounds hilarious to me. Just the title alone. Return of the Lululemons. Yeah, yeah. Just like off the bat. It's like kombucha and like avocado toast. Toast, you know, yoga, Sunday brunch. You got Nate in the kitchen. Let me get a toast extra fancy. (laughs) (laughs) So I do suggest that if you have to walk by that book, I say you buy it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to find me a used one and I'm going to buy it. I want some grilled cheese. Let's let's do oh, this. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? What's next? Uh, who you want to talk about? Oh, you know what? Let's start. Uh, we're going to start from the bottom now. We're here. Uh, you remember what I was telling you about earlier about take a simp every time that you see somebody who's playing themselves? Oh, uh-huh. I will give you a rundown of who those people are. Heidi Klum. Yep. She is in there as herself. Bridget Hall is in there by herself. Valentino Garavani, Garavani. is in there. <laughs> Hector Lincoln and Donatella Versace. Donatella. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see those people, take a simp because they're in there playing themselves. Hopefully you know who they are. <laughs> I mean, I know who all the people you just said. Like yeah. I said, this came out in the time where I was into like my little... I didn't dress like a fascinista, but I at least knew... What the fuck was going on? Because we also had like the hills was out around this time. Oh, yeah. Ooh, they there was had a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of fashion fucking shit going on around this time, and I felt part of it, even though I'm not. 
Yes, another layer came off. I was going to say, <laughs> because the devil wears not a... I cannot finish this drink. It keeps filling up for some reason. I'm done. I told you you were done. I go, maybe a little. Maybe a little. I, I'm not going to say never. Don't you do it. Let's talk about the real villain in this movie, Simon Baker. He plays Christian. He's the one that is trying to get in Andy Sachs' jeans. Yo, your boy Christian is a cake. <laughs> your boy Christian is a cake eater. Oh, what? He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, tries antique at home in front of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, no way. Yes, even. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's what I got to. Simon Baker does a great job. He plays uh, Christian Thompson. He's a very good-looking man. He's a handsome man, and he is a devious man. Like, oh, my regards to the boyfriend. Oh, is the boyfriend not in play? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Mm. He says some shit in French. He's like, shut up. You're not it's sorry. No, no, not at all. You're not disillusioned. No. And immediate. <laughs> that's what it is. Disillusioned. <laughs> You're not a disillusioned at all. No, not even a little bit. Uh, what time am I picking you up? Like, he immediately is like, let's mm-hmm. go. That's I'm trying he, to get in. He can see what he needs to see. That's yeah. how I feel he about it. He saw an opportunity and he took it. Absolutely. Nah, he, did. he saw that. <laughs> this motherfucker is a taker. This relationship she's claiming is weak. Mm-hmm. He can see it. He can see that she's lost. He can see that she don't she's know what she's really doing. Yeah, you can guide her ever. She's in a new world and she is trying to navigate and he has the map. I'm in a strange land. No, I, I barely know you. I'm in a strange city. Right. <laughs> she yeah, said, absolutely. Except- and he comes to her aid. He bails her out big time. I mean, I'd fuck a man who could give me the Harry Potter book before it came out, too. <laughs> hey, Word? There's a, there's a new one. <laughs> Is there a new one? Should I fuck him? <laughs> I need to know what happens. All right. Well, uh, my dude, uh, I don't have a lot on him. He's an Aussie. Uh, if you really want to look at him a lot, you can check out every single episode of The Mentalist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he is the star. Uh, he is a producer on it. He directed some episodes. Ooh. Like, that's his show. Okay, I, okay. I watched a couple episodes, but I don't remember much. So, Simon Breaker, kudos to you. We hated you. I mean, he would have got me. He would have got me in Paris. He would have. You're in Paris. He would have got me in Paris. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. He's like Tower. speaking French to me. You gonna let him Eiffel? No, I'm not gonna let him Eiffel Tower. Or London Bridge? Is that what it's called? Nah, it's called the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. So him, him and James Holt. He's a real pretty man. James Holt is a pretty man. I mean, I think everyone's pretty. In you know who else is a pretty man? We're gonna dive into it right now. Let me let me change my glass. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Oh, yes, he is. Mm. Stanley Tucci, if y'all don't know, is one of my favorite working actors today. I love this man. He plays Nigel in this. Uh, He is... He is a modern-day gentleman. That's how I would categorize Stanley Tucci. He... If you want a good character Mm -hmm. to stand out, even if they are not the star, Stanley Tucci is a great person. And he's straight in real life, right? He is straight. Absolutely. He plays a lot of gay roles. He plays a lot of gay roles. And the, the thing is, like, he does not catch flack for doing so. He no, has he does it really openly well. He does it really well. And I mean, he's are like, you mad? He's like, no, 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 cool? he's like the inverse of Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is gay and plays straight roles. He plays straight Nobody's all the time. mad at yeah. it. Stanley Tucci is straight and plays gay roles. 
Nobody's mad at it. We commend him because he is a fantastic actor. Do you know who his wife is? I do know who his wife is, but I'm going to give it to you. Lay it on me. His wife is Emily Blunt's sister. Yes. So they are in-laws. Yeah. Is. Yeah. I think it's the greatest. Yeah. How did they meet? Emily Blunt and Stanley Tucci met on this project. They became friends. Emily Blunt invited Stanley Tucci to her wedding where Stanley Tucci met her sister. And then she was a maid of honor for them. Yes. This is sweet. Very, very sweet. Did you guys watch Project Runway? Yeah. I don't know why, but when I started watching Project Runway, Kim Gunn always reminded me of Nigel. Mm. I get it. I can see that because... Nigel always wears a vest. Suited and booted. Not with the, with the jacket. blazer over. Mm-hmm. And he's very knowledgeable about mm-hmm. his fashion. Absolutely. And yes. the way they talk and yes. carry themselves. Yeah. yeah. Very. Uh, yes. Maybe he was would you a channeling Tim Gunn. <laughs> I like him. He's like, will you be a peach and just bump this? <laughs> peach nut. <laughs> will you be a peach nut and bump this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Mr. Gunn, hats off to you. Hats off. (laughs) That being said, we've talked about Stanley Tucci in the past. If you want to see him in anything, go check out Easy A. Go check out uh, The Hunger Games. Go check out Burlesque. Go check out anything and everything with his name in it because he always turns in a fantastic performance. But we haven't done it. We've talked about him. In? Oh. I don't think so. I want to say we have. Have we not? I think this is our first one. Nah, we talked about him for sure because we talked about how he got his start where he produced his own movie. No, so go ahead and tell that story. Damn, I don't have... I I was not prepared. (laughs) No, I don't feel like we've talked... We've never talked about Stanley Tucci? You gotta be shitting me. Stanley Tucci got his start by producing his own movie. It is him and it uh, Jennifer Lopez's ex-husband. I know there's a few of them, but the singer dude. I'm like, which one? Mark Anthony? Mark, Mark Anthony, Anthony, yes. He said the singer dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a backup dancer. I know. The singer dude. Dancer, there's an actor. Uh, they run a restaurant and all hell breaks loose. But one of the best scenes I've ever seen is in that movie where it is the next morning after all the chaos, the climax of the movie, during the resolution, Stanley Tucci is there. So is Mark Anthony. Thank you, my love. Uh, And all he's doing is making eggs. He's making breakfast. And it's the most captivating scene because the camera does not cut to a different angle. It's a one-shot. And my dude is so poised. He's so very elegant in his movements he takes the pan down he brings it down he drops a little bit of oil in it he breaks the eggs on one try each time one hand drops them in there takes a little bit of salt sprinkles it on there like fucking salt bay you know what i mean (laughs) meanwhile mark anthony is breaking bread and like setting up the tables because they're they're apologizing to each other by helping each other with breakfast which movie is that big night but yeah. it sounds cute. That's like where it. Stanley Tucci got his start. He well, produced that movie. We have not done a movie of his. Wow. Well, we will do. We will, Hunger, though, because all those Hunger movies Games. are on my list of movies to talk about. Yeah, we definitely do in Hunger Games. 
We gotta oh, do burlesque because I love that. He's in the Wendy Houston movie. He's oh, really? The new one? He's about to make Clive Davis. Oh, a new one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got All you. All right, Stanley. I thought we did Easy A. No. We haven't done Easy A? No. Shit, we gotta add that in. <laughs> okay, so 2G joined the cast of this movie a week before they started shooting. Mm. They went through a couple other people. I feel like he's the last one that they just couldn't get right until they found him. And once they found him, he came in and it was like... Game over. Game My over. My dude is fantastic. So, you know the scene where he's supposed, he thinks he's about to get to promotion, but Miranda, like, yeah. fucking double oh, yeah. him. And you feel like... The job that all the girls want. All yeah. the girls want. He toasted uh, I got that job uh, nine months ago. I'm not talking, talking about, about you, you I know. six. <laughs> you bet your six ass. You bet your size six ass. She's like, mm, four. Four. four now. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which she really was, so that's kind of, mm-hmm. how dare you get skinny during filming, bitch. <laughs> I got fat just watching this because I was drinking and eating. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. <laughs> so, uh, when he was told to react to hearing the news of this, uh, the director told him to make it seem like he was up for an Ox- Oscar. And at the last minute, they say another actor's name and like how you would react to that. And of course, Meryl was just hanging out. She can give him pointers. Yeah. She, <laughs> and she said, I can help you with that. Exactly. Oh my she God, did she really? Wow. Because how many times has she been nominated and haven't won? I mean, 21. How many times times has she been nominated and won? I'll tell you right now, she's been nominated 21 times. She has won thrice. Damn. The Iron Lady, Sophie's Choice, Mm -hmm. Kramer versus Kramer. That's it. I mean, she has. She was nominated for this movie. She was nominated for this movie. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, like, that's what she said. And three years later, Mm -hmm. Stanley Tucci. Really did live through that. He was nominated for an Oscar and lost for Lovely Bones. Oh, yeah. That's a fucked up movie. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fucked up movie. So, like, that'll fuck you up. (laughs) He was just, he was preparing for it during this movie for that disappointment. You're awesome, dude. We love you, though. When the time is right, she'll pay me back. Are you sure? Will she? (laughs) Will she? I don't know. I'm not I don't sure. Know. <laughs> um, but I, I hope. <laughs> I think that she will. I don't she think, will. I don't think she will. I think she will. I think that if she moves up or something, he will come. There is no moving I think up. There She's at the is, top. If there is an opening for him for something. Like, I think she if will. there's a second devil was Prada? Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, we don't know. We got to read the Revenge of the Devil in Prada or whatever. Her <laughs> psyche is not to pay him back. <laughs> return. No, no, the return. Right. of the Devil in Prada. It's a revenge. That's the what revenge. it is. The <laughs> nah, the return of the Devil in Prada. I'm going to get personal real quick. Her, her psyche is not to pay people back. No, her no. psyche is not to promote the people that she relies on. The person that she... In the movie or in real life? In the movie. No, Meryl's that, But Meryl. at the end, she did. Who did she promote? Andy. She didn't well, promote, she didn't promote her, but she did give her a... She already left her. She already has no more use for her. She quit. But she could have She could have blackballed her. What she, she said she was going have. to do. I'm not saying she is 100% heartless. I'm saying she had no more use for Andy. And she respected her for standing up for herself. But... We have a friend who has been in this exact same situation 
And her boss had no intention on promoting her. She promoted other people above her Damn. because she was that integral to her survival. Once you find somebody who knows you, you can deal with day after day, and you are a selfish person by nature, you will not promote them. You will purposefully keep them down because it makes your life easier. And I think that's what she's doing with Nigel. So you're saying he's never going to be able to go to Varys? I'm saying if you want something, you have to take it. He is loyal she also, to her. She also kind of had no choice. It was either him or, or her. Or her, yeah, yeah absolutely. So she's not going to give it to him. Instead of sure, but that's always going to be the choice. There's no, just like she says, there's nobody who can do my job. There's nobody that can do Nigel's job. I mean, they're on the same wavelength. Like, yeah. they need each other Absolutely. to succeed, I guess. Nobody that can do Nigel's job. And therefore, there's nobody who can replace Nigel. Therefore, there's nobody that she can afford to put in to help Nigel. If she loses Nigel, she has to retrain somebody else. And that will take years, which she does not have. And the magazine will suffer. Okay. She ain't, she's not promoting Nigel nowhere. I, 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 okay, I can see that. Can I give you a fun yeah. fact while you suck down that, that drag? It's a little dirty how you said that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it down. Okay, so I kind of want to talk about the Nigel of this movie, though. Okay. Patricia Field. She is the costume designer of this movie. Oh, Among wow. other things, like okay. Sex in the City and Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty's. Ugly Betty's. <laughs> and for our Gen Z queens... Emily in Paris, she also does it for that, which is, oh. I think that show is trash, but I think the clothes are amazing, amazing. so I will give you that. <laughs> I will give you oh. that. So she's doing a great job on that, and she kind of made history with this movie. Okay. She spent $1 million on costumes. Oh, my God. Custom-made costumes. So a lot of these were, we couldn't, we couldn't buy them if we fucking wanted to. They were made, which... A million dollars just on costumes for a movie that's not like Star Wars or something that where you need like crazy authentic costumes. Nah, bitch, we're just doing a fashion shit, and she broke that. And she got nominated for an Oscar for this movie, mm-hmm. but she lost to. She lost. I mean, Marie Antoinette won that year. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, over this movie, I call bullshit. I mean, that's a big costume. That is a big costume it movie. Is, but it, it's, but a period, it's a period like, piece. This is about yeah. fashion. Yeah. Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. That being Turn said, to the right. we've never accused the Academy of picking no one the, the right, right winner. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, Crazy Rich Asians wasn't nominated for shit. I mean, we, we are living... Not best trip, ensemble, no. not best costume design, not yes. best set decoration. The set deck was so gorgeous. And it it yeah. definitely deserved not only it to was be so nominated, pretty, it made but me to wanna, win that year. It made me want to get married. Right? Mm-hmm. Me! This Married! She ain't trying to get married. Hell like, no! It was definitely on our mood board. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, I will only get married if I can have this way. So let's not accuse the Academy of doing the right thing. No. Also, with the costumes, all of the costumes were sold at auction. Mm. Wow. Yes. And they were sold for research on breast cancer. Oh. 
And Annie Hathaway, she bought the green dress that she wore in this movie. Okay. And Meryl, she kept the amazing sunglasses <laughs> that she wears in this movie. And you know, you see those sunglasses again. Oh, yes, you do. Where, 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 where? They where, where? are in Mamma Mia when she <gasps> sings the, the money. Money, money. Mm-hmm. It's a mismatch world. Uh huh. Those are the fucking product glasses. Oh so my god. Next time you wow. watch that one, <laughs> look out for that. And I just think that's awesome that they actually like donated all this shit. That's that, that is. Good. Yeah. I didn't have no money in 2007, but yeah. <laughs> I had just got my first real job that wasn't owned by my parents. Like you know, I was coming up in the world, but not that up. <laughs> I was working three jobs at that time. <laughs> Broke as shit. Mm-hmm. Minimum wage Where was, was nothing. Where was working in 2006? 2006, 2007. Hollywood Video. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not even a fucking thing anymore. What is that? <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore. What, is that that place that was across it the was street like, from Blockbuster? Like, it was like Blockbuster. <laughs> it was the they fake Blockbuster? Oh, yeah. Around the corner from Circus City, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Radio Shack. <laughs> and Radio Shack. <laughs> You know, I'm. You know who I'm scared of, uh, along with Meryl Streep in this movie, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Bunt is mean in this movie. I just want to say <laughs> that me and Emily would have probably been friends. I, for some reason, the Mean Girls love me, and I love them. I think they're hilarious. They're never mean to me, she, and they're always super. They come up with the the quickest, quickest wittiest shit. quips, like. I love oh it because it means I got to be on my toes. Yeah. I love that it. being said, I've always said it takes an incredibly nice person to play a bitch. And I hear she's like the sweetest. I that mean, does not surprise oh, me in the least bit. Her and John Kaczynski. Her oh husband, yeah, dude. Like I want to meet. They him. seem like a fun I want to meet them. both of them. I, I want to be Jim Halpert too. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, that being said, I think that when they were casting this role, they were looking for a young Meryl Streep. Can, I think they were looking for somebody who had the work ethic, who had the training, and who had the focus of a young Meryl Streep because Emily Blunt definitely did have that and her character needed to have that drive because ultimately what Emily in the character Emily wants is to be Miranda Priestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wants to be there forever, yeah. And Emily Blunt, if anybody has risen to the legacy of Meryl Streep. Well, she has... This movie put her on the map. Mm -hmm. We didn't know who the fuck this bitch was until this. And she got discovered for this part. She went to an odd callback, and they didn't want her, so she was walking through the parking lot back to her car, and a producer for Devil Wears Prada saw her, and was like, hey, why don't you come do like a little, you know screen test real quick for this and there was about a hundred girls that were up for emily or went out for emily and they she did the audition and then she went back to england because she was like man i'm tired of being out of here and then they called her and was like hey hi you want to come back and uh we kind of want you and this put her on the map cream rises to the top emily the character was not supposed to be an english woman i think that she in the book is american but because Miranda in the book is supposed to be English and in the movie she's not, 
they kind of were like, okay, well, yeah, you can keep that shit. Yeah. She came up with a lot of the things that she did in this movie. Um, she wanted to make it like Emily is never sitting still. She's constantly like moving Jeez, around and doing yeah. stuff. <laughs> so even in the background, you see her just like yeah. getting things done because that was what Absolutely. she wanted. It was never put in as like a line in the dialogue or anything in her stage directions, but they were just like, hey, bitch, no. I like it, keep it. Yeah, her character cares about everything. She cares about everything. She knows about everything. It, I mean, she's mad that she forgot to go get the fucking scarves, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, Emily in the book, does the reason why she go, doesn't go to Paris is not the same for the reason why she doesn't go to <gasps> really? Paris here. Emily in Paris. Here, yes, not that Emily in Paris. <laughs> this Emily in Paris. She in the movie gets hit by a car and she just can't go because she's in a cast and she's all banked up. But in the book, the bitch can't go because she has mono. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She went to one of them James Holt parties. Yeah, yeah, she, she, got mono. she drank that punch. <laughs> go. I drank it at James's last party. I woke up in Hoboken wearing nothing but a poncho and a cowboy hat. And she woke up butt naked in Hoboken. <laughs> she didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's what it was. <laughs> No, she mono. ended up in fucking <laughs> jersey with mono. So, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, dang, then why did the movie go so drastic? They real mean girl to her. Like, oh I guess it's God. funny, but like, it's not. People getting hit by cars is devastating. Yeah. <laughs> she was fine. She was she fine. She walked it off. Yeah. I mean, no, at the end, she's still crunching it. Like, we didn't ever see her walk straight again. All right. <laughs> Hey, lady, you should go to a hospital. <laughs> I'm in a competitive internship at Dean Witter. <laughs> She's like, fuck that. Just um, shout out your boy. <laughs> yes. Okay, so she also came up with a line for the movie that is pretty good. What's that? Well, I mean, the line, yeah, I hear a lot of this, and I need to hear this, <laughs> is like the line. That she came up with because she said she heard some uh, lady yelling at her kid down the street and said that to them. And she was like, duly noted, smiling that back. And that's one of my favorite lines ever is in the movie. So thank you, stressed out mom on the streets. (laughs) That's how you get characters. Pay attention to all Oh, I pay attention to so many people. It's not even, especially as a bartender, Mm -hmm. you get to watch people go from sober to drunk. It's very funny. It's and you're like, ooh, yeah, you are. Yeah, it's very laughing. funny to watch people go from sober to drunk. Oh, I'm like, who am I telling? <laughs> you guys, huh? You literally watch me. You watch me drop my whole fucking drink on the ground. <laughs> that has never happened behind the bar. That has never happened. Because nobody's not allowed to drink behind the bar. <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink behind the bar, so no, it doesn't happen. This much. bar, however, <laughs> we got two actors to talk about. Wait, I don't can I care give you one more Emma Blunt? I got one more. Something about a blunt. Let's hurry up so I can yeah. get that blood and that, that blood and that grilled cheese. Blood and the grilled cheese. They make terrific pair like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> what is that from? Big Daddy. That's what it is. He's like, wait, what? I don't know again. <laughs> okay, so lamb and tuna fish. Are you okay? Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. So Emma Blood. She Emma. Said, she said Emma Lee. Lee Blunt. Emma, Emma Lee. Emily. Is there an Emma Blunt? Emily. Emma Blunt. Is there an Emma Blunt? Am I making up a name? She means you. 
Emma oh, Blunt. oh, she does. Oh, agree. Emma Blunt. Emma, Emma, Blunt. Emma, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily is blunt in this movie, but she does tell that at least once a week somebody walks up to her and quotes this movie to her. That's fantastic. I mean, I mean, it's a very quotable one. It's either that or like a quiet place. I just be real quiet around. Oh like, my god! <laughs> I mean, first of all, guys, don't do that. <laughs> What? I love that Just movie. Just tell them I love that your movie. That movie's a great movie, though. <laughs> Dude, that fucking movie. That movie and Part was good, too. Anyway, um, but she says that her... Like baby. Those two make a terrific pair, she on says, and off camera. She says her husband, John Krasinski, the director of A Quiet Place, uh-huh. jokes that he's seen the Devil Wars Prada like 75 times. Oh like, to her, like That's like a running joke for them. Which, because he's aww. with her when everybody quotes it. I mean... Or do they just watch it at home? I probably am around 70 times in my life in the past, like, what, 15 to 60 years? I watched it four times this week. I'm not tired of it. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I've watched it about four times this week and a thousand times before that. I had it on DVD. Absolutely. Me too. (laughs) It's one of those few movies that people own on DVD. Yeah. Still got it. All right, heads or tails? Heads. Heads it is. And motherfucking Hathaway. Woo! Plays Andy Sachs in this movie. <laughs> Andy Sachs. Ain't nobody sacking her except for Nate, you know, Adrian Grenier. Except Grenia. for Because, <laughs> you know, she comes home and she's, oh, well, you know, I got this. This is new. You know? like, I don't really like it. What about this? Do you like this purse? No? Oh, mm. how about this? Let me undo this button oh, and okay. this button and show you this new fucking bra. She's like, so how do you feel about oh, titties? Oh, one more layer. Oh, you about to take it <laughs> out? <laughs> you about to take it no. out? No! <laughs> refill, refill. We have to do a scene thing. for next <laughs> week's movie and that character does not take off layers. <laughs> she wears cardigans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams almost got this part. Wow. Yeah. They were going to cast her instead of Anne Hathaway. By this time, Rachel McAdams had already done uh, Mean Girls and uh, The Notebook. Notebook, yeah. But Anne Hathaway had already done Princess Diaries and Brokeback Mountain mm-hmm. and Ella Enchanted. That's what I'm saying. And, I mean, it was a tough call, so I think it just came down to who was right for it. And I, I think they did a great job. Uh, that being said, Miss Anne Hathaway gained 10 pounds for this movie. She gained, and it took her a month to do so. So she went from size 4 to 6. Exactly. <laughs> before they started filming. So she was she already... Went back to 4. She was probably closer to a 2 I was gonna to say, begin with. Like, she's very thin. Yeah, she she's... Is. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. She's got a figure to her. But as I understand it, they had to pad her to make her look a little bit bigger. So they ha- they tried to shoot in chronological order to show her losing the weight. But it took her a month to gain the weight. It took her two months to lose the weight. As you know, it takes longer to lose weight than it does to gain weight. Well, Ice just, cream is easy. I'm just saying. Grilled cheese is easy. I think that was all for, for not because the bitch is skinny. Yeah. She's, she's skinny and then she's, she's naturally just skinny. thin. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like if you just I said that she lost. I seen her in those tidy whities on Limpsing Battle. <laughs> if you said if you said that like ooh she lost weight and she didn't, 
I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> I noticed that she gained weight. I didn't notice none of that. I did. I didn't notice either. I thought they were putting her in like a shirt. They put her in front of bigger, yeah, like loose, loose to fitting stuff. More, yeah. But they also like padded her hips and like stuff like that, like padded her shoulders, things of that nature, mm. in order to make her look like when she's wearing that cerulean sweater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she reads her to fucking filth. That's like my favorite thing, hands down. Hands down. But, um, it's not blue, it's not turquoise, it's actually cerulean. <laughs> they didn't want her for this part. She was oh. not the first thought for this, you know. They, she was like ninth, tenth in line for wow. for this role. That she out. had to like kind of beg them. She's like, please, please let me. And it wasn't until Meryl saw her in Brokeback Mountain where she started advocating for her. And was nice. like, you know what? Actually, I think that she would probably be pretty good at this. Nice. So, I mean. Because that's a hell of a lot different from Ella Enchanted and Princess Diaries. Yeah, I think they just saw her as like that. that Cutesy, like. Disney. Disney type of person mm-hmm. and not someone who like yeah. grown ass people would even care about because princess diaries was her very first job shut yeah. up there you shut go up. very first hair. job she had the ugly wow, brows she had the she had a hideous skirt in that but it was like a private school skirt yes it was <laughs> lived in a firehouse lived in a fucking firehouse <laughs> jealous i moved to san francisco and dreamed of living in a firehouse I, that's all i wanted dude ashley still wants to live in a firehouse smashley yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find it and we're gonna be like the ghost so she has to pee we're gonna be like the ghost buses okay so other people shout out on the podcast if you know what that movie is <laughs> anybody hit us up at lights camera cocktail no s at gmail.com okay so other people oversized rachel mcadams who was up for andy tell me scarlett johansson oh okay i think i could see that i don't see yeah. that one you know who i see natalie portman oh I think that, that, that would be a good one. Again, Nat, uh, she'd have to put on weight because she's skinnier than Anne Hathaway is. She's a tiny thing. Okay, Kate Hudson. Mm. Especially in the early aughts. Damn. Okay, Kristen Dunst. No. No. <laughs> I love her. Especially she's the, not right for the role. I don't think that, that she was. Yeah. No. Uh, Juliette Lewis. I don't uh, see that one. No, she's... She's too, like, hardcore. To I was going to say, she's got a very strong backbone. She rough. Cameron Diaz? Maybe. In 2006? 2006 Cameron Diaz, maybe. I mean, if it was me, it'd be Scarlett Johansson or Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is... But I still think Anne Hathaway... It's, oh, is it I, I think choice? Anne Hathaway was the right choice. And the thing is... Natalie Portman would have to put on a lot more than 10 pounds and Scarlett Johansson would have to go on a very strict diet because she is naturally curvy. I was going to say, she's a little more like she sports illustrated. She has contrast to her body. She, and therefore she would have to put on a little bit of weight, but the weight that she loses would have to be substantial in order for it to be more noticeable because she is bigger up top and downstairs. 
I'd say she just lose weight, and then the first half you just give her frumpy clothes until she started losing. Too. True, Had that's her what up. I would just. That's what I would have did. Cause you're right. Up. She got too much ass and titties, mm. ass and titties. Ass. Yeah, not fit in What's those that Chappelle samples? episode? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't fit in those samples. I definitely would have had the poncho. I would have been cool with the poncho. You'll take what I give you and like it. I would. I'd be like, oh my God, something in here fits me that's not shoes. Like, what else am I supposed to say? Scarves. Scarves, hats, you know, gloves. Things of those natures. And the poncho. Yeah. He would have been like, ooh, is is that in my size? He's like, we're going to need. Crisco and fishing line. Fishing line. We're going to need extra fabric. <laughs> We're going to need a shrink machine. Like, so many things, bitch. That you being said, I do think that Scarlett Johansson could have done the job. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think she's a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. So is Natalie Portman. But I do think that Anne Hathaway was the right choice. I think she was, too. I think she was great. All around. Okay. Mm. Did you know that I... Anne Hathaway's mama's in this movie? What? Ooh. Briefly. And you look when she is sitting there contemplating her life, and she's going through her articles and her family pictures, picture of her dad and her and her mom. That's really her mom. Oh. They oh, took so the picture, picture. Okay. and they were going to fucking, you know, put some actress in it. And they were like, well, why don't we just use your mom who's already in it? Because, like, we don't ever see your mom. Yeah, let's just get clearance for your mom. And her mom was an actor back in the day, too. Yes, so she, she was. She was all Anne Hathaway is a second-generation actress. She was all, all cool with it. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can put that shit in there. Give me a little yeah. finder's fee. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, a day some, rate. Give me some money. Give me a day rate. I got you. No mm-hmm. problem. I had a conversation with an old-timey uh, actor-producer today because I want to use his place. He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, if you want to write something in there for me, let me know. <laughs> It is time to talk about the lady of the hour. Yes. But first, we're going to talk about the real lady of the hour. A little break with a message from our sponsors. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no sponsors. We ain't got no sponsors. I was like, we have sponsors? What's up, Bacardi? I'm like, wait, what? Say what? Hello? Thank you, Pete Schnapps. What's going on? <laughs> I think Mrs. Schnapps. Grand Monnier, where you at? <laughs> Orange juice. Simply orange. It we're is, here. It is legit simply orange. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we're going to talk about the real fucking bitch, and that'll be Dane Anna Wintour. Oh. She, okay. is, she is a dame, by the way. She's been. She's been damed. Damed. I want to say knighted, but I don't know if that's, that's like the no, two she's, turn. She's been dameded. She's been damed. <laughs> You can't uh, say she's been doomed. She hasn't been doomed. She's been damned. Uh, she is the editor-in-chief of Vogue mm-hmm. since 1988. Damn. And she become, she has become the most powerful figure in fashion today. Our our whole life, Miss Wintour has been telling everybody what to fucking wear. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since. So, How old is um, she now? She's in her 70s. Barely. Yeah. Which means she's been doing this since she was in her 30s. She looks really good. I'm um, sure. She still has the same the cute little bangs in her bob, and she wears her glasses, and she's still like she still dresses like phenomenally. Mm. I, I love her. She, she attended the screening of this movie. Did she? With her daughter, 
And both of them came head to toe dressed in Prada, bitch. They were like, uh, is this a costume contest? Prada or nada. Or nada. <laughs> They're like, you said Prada, we here. And so they came head to toe dressed up in that. And people said that her daughter kept like nudging her. And was like, they got that right. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, you did do that. Like, you know. Oh, like, my God. So that is like the thing. Um, I'm looking at her like Google yeah, look how images. cute she is. Mm-hmm. I, she, That's what she looks like now. Absolutely. However, she clearly has a thousand yard stare. Oh, oh. She no, will oh. kill you with her eyes. Oh, I mean. She knows how to purse her lips. I yeah. don't know if she knows how to smile. She, I've seen her smile before. Once. It was Tom Ford. <laughs> That was eight years ago. Well, she probably not yeah, no wrinkles. wrinkles. Sure. I mean, person, your lips will give you some wrinkles right around here. I do believe that you know all those if lines. She, if she was a man, you know, we wouldn't think that she's such a devil woman. I don't know about that. I think man or woman, you'd have a reputation. Jeff Bezos has a reputation. Yeah, but it's like ugh. I hold her in the same regard as uh, I think that Bezos. She, I think that anybody who can quietly yell at me is terrifying. Oh. <laughs> How many times do I have to scream your name? Yeah, she doesn't ever yell. She's just like, well, I mean, I don't know if Miss Wintour does or not, but like, mm-hmm. Meryl doesn't, you know, her tone is just like, oh, yeah. Us. Dude. And I love it. She'll say everything very subtly, but it'll be speaking volumes. Yes. Are we on her? Uh, let's do it. Miss Meryl Streep. Woo! Y'all yeah. know her. Y'all know yeah, her. Yeah, I get, get it. <laughs> yeah, it's here for, for all of us. That's why I had to make Smash and get it. I couldn't do the show without it. It'd be sad. As we said, nominated for 21 Oscars. She has won three of them. Sophie's Choice, Kramer versus Kramer, The Iron Lady. She was nominated... For best actress in a leading role for this movie. She lost. To who? The same person whose hair she it was inspired to do her hair in for this movie. Greg. Helen 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 Mirren. <laughs> I knew it. My girl, Helen Mirren. Yes, absolutely. It. She does have really good gray hair. Like, mm-hmm. like Dude, little... elegant, beautiful. Everybody asks me, how old would you go? I always say What's Helen Mirren clocking at these days? I mean, that that's bitch, how old I'd go. That bitch is. She is gorgeous, stunning. Yeah. I don't care how old she is. And Meryl, if she could wear this wig, I'm down too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for the, the clown. So that being said, one thing about Miss Meryl Streep is she is a method actor, mm. or at least she was. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know what a method actor is, a method actor is derived mostly from Lee Strasberg's teaching methods, also known as the actor studio. People like Al Pacino, Marlon Brando, Paul Newman, the list goes on and on and on. That being said, she decided that after filming this movie, she was done with method acting. Method acting is detrimental to a certain degree mm-hmm. to your memories, to your psyche. Um, and as she puts it, it makes for a lonely film experience. Oh. Yeah, especially in this one. That makes sense mm-hmm. of what she had to go through and what she said to 
Anne Hathaway. So this was her last movie where she used the method, acting method, which is uh, you draw from your previous memories. You try to parallel those memories with the character. It does make for a rich character, a very full character. Not everybody does it fantastically. And when it's done wrong, people forget to listen and to work off of the other actor. Mm -hmm. So a lot of method actors do it wrong and their approach is, I'm going to say this line this way at this moment, no matter what you do as uh, as my scene partner. Uh, obviously Meryl Streep is not that way. She knows how to listen. She knows how to work off. But she decided after this movie that, yeah, she's done with method acting. I don't know what approach she does now, but incredibly talented. She don't need Regardless. her approach, bitch. She, yeah, she, she come in and you know, they're like, she's been doing this you for read this. And she's like, all right, 30, 40 you. years at this point. <laughs> and it takes 20 to become a professional. Well, her first day of shooting on the set, she looked at Anne Hathaway and she thinks, I think that you are so perfect for this role. I'm so happy for you. But this is the last compliment I'm ever going to give you. Oh, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. So that was legit the last that's, nice thing that she said That's method acting right there. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. Like, because mm-hmm. of what she said, maybe she yeah. just felt bad because yeah. she couldn't connect with, like, a young actor and, like do any of she was just mm-hmm. when you think method acting think daniel day lewis think, think uh what's his name jim carrey jim carrey in certain roles man on the moon he man like on the fucking moon, lost himself he claims that he was never on set he wasn't on andy set. Hoff- kaufman was there he was, he was never on set i seen the behind the scenes uh, what's a homeboy <laughs> uh who was sending mice in the mail and shit that was oh hates. oh uh, uh suicide squad yeah oh, that's okay. That's method acting. Yeah, you be you, yeah. Just, you get a little little far in it. Yeah, exactly. Meryl, she's a boss bitch. Absolutely. And not just in this movie and like mm, I'm the boss bitch, but like in Hollywood, she mm. a boss bitch. So much so that like halfway through shooting, they were fucking up with her monies, and Ooh. she was like, "Bitch, I will walk off of this set if you don't fix my shit." Guess who check was right that that week though? That same week. <laughs> that same Absolutely. Week. Anything that will stop production, oh, we'll fix that right away. And that you can't has become do this a now movie problem. Without her, and I love really that. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't do that without a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, ups to her for standing up for herself. I've had lead men say the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, which is the art department's immediate supervisor. Like, no, 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 no. They have a week to deliver that check. If it's not there by that Friday, guess who's not going to be there on Monday? Not None I. of us. <laughs> Guess what happens if we're not there? Everything stops. If if Meryl's not there, then there'll be some other person who has an Oscar that says, mm-hmm. it says, I beat Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know what that one is. <laughs> yeah, Meryl. That's uh, a hint to what we're talking about next week. Mm-hmm. She based her like tone and like vibe off of Clint Eastwood for this one. Clint Eastwood, he doesn't really. Interesting. He don't really yell, you know. No. Even when he's mad, he's like, "Get off my porch!" He's not even fucking yelling at you. He's Talks like, out the side it. of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like a a click, like a smooth, but you know, he fucking means business. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what she was. 
channeling and when she went to like the producers and she kind of was like i think that i'm gonna do it something like this and they're like i don't know you know that sounds kind of stupid and then she did it and they're like okay bitch yeah that's terrifying you should do yeah do more of that and so don't no, fuck with my process don't don't yeah. fuck with the queen's process yeah. i don't know meryl like that seems uh we were thinking more in this direction oh really yeah because uh my friend here oscar thinks that the performance is fine the way it is yeah oscar said and so does my other friend oscar's the second and, uh, well she didn't have the third friend yet oh but. <laughs> yeah it was oscar and oscar jr were saying you know listen to me and in some of the things that they did they did listen to her so like the scene where Miranda is laying it raw out about you know her divorce and the kids and how everybody's gonna like look at her bad and she's trying and you know and she snaps right back into like boss bitch mode like with like not skipping a beat immediately that scene uh, Meryl was like you know what we should do she should just be bare no makeup mm-hmm. just have her there being raw and I, like it, I love it too because it's like. As soon as you see her, Andy sees her, she realizes something's up because, like, she's never in her damn life seen her with yeah, no lashes on. Yeah. She's exposed. No, yeah, she she's not suited to booted. She is, like, so broken down that, like, no one sees her like that. I no. doubt many people have seen, like, her husband Anna at Wintour like that in real life. Her husband, her kids. Her kids, and maybe the housekeeper. Maybe. But, like, yeah, definitely... <laughs> Not chances to, are no. Chances are she's already sent the housekeeper home for the night. She she always looks good. So I love that. I've always loved that scene. I thought that scene was always super super deep. We have to move Snoop Dogg to my table. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker's everywhere. <laughs> he's like sitting he's next to him. yeah. Right? He's sitting back there Dude, with Miranda. He's ready. Hanging what? out with Martha Stewart, like white Paris? bitches love him. Hell yeah, he's Paris. <laughs> That's Fashion Week. What Snoop, how you doing, man? Groovy like a drive-in movie. He's just hanging out at the he's smoking a baguette. <laughs> I know. Out of all the characters they could have, like, celebrities they could have thrown out there. That Stoop, one. I'm sorry. There was a last-minute change. You're going to be sitting next to Miranda Policely. I hope that's okay. For shizzle dizzle. Does she, does she smoke? <laughs> like, you know, that's the question. She seems like she needs to just, like, yeah. take a good hit out because <laughs> relax. <laughs> she also had, at the very end, where she tells them, like... Oh, don't be ridiculous, Andrea. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants to be us. Everybody wants to be us. Mm. That line was not originally supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be like, everybody wants to be me, Mm. was the line. And she was like, "Mm, that just doesn't... It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. No. Because it's too narcissistic. And that's exactly what she said. Is it? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, she's like, I just can't. Like, it, it doesn't make it's her It's the redeem. fashion industry that yeah. people revere. Yeah. You're just helping it, and you are a face of it, but you are not it. Mm-hmm. You know? Not everybody knows who Miranda Priestley is, but everybody knows the fashion industry, and they know what high esteem it is held to well everybody knows vogue mm-hmm. or everybody runway knows chanel. everybody knows jimmy choose or mode <laughs> that's ugly betty's uh, <laughs> magazine they were mode 
I, I love that show. I don't know about anybody else. It's yes, such a good I show. Know it's such a good show. Uh, do you want to know who else was up for this part? Like, you think that, did you know that they actually considered other people? Oh. This is before they asked uh, her, right? I would think so, because some of these don't even fit to me, but I'm just going to throw them out there. Throw them out there. Jennifer Edison. What? Yeah, it feels very weird. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Especially in 06. She was too, too young. young. Way yep. too young, yeah. Kim Basinger. I think that could have kind of worked. But she said she didn't want to be more another villain, because she always a villain. Mm. Cameron Diaz. Way too... They considered her to play Annie. Really yeah. young people. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Way what? too young. Your gray hair girlfriend. Yeah. Helen Mirna. <laughs> yep. Hi, Helen. Hi, Helen, baby. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Too young. Too young. Also. Same. Still too young. Michelle Pfeiffer. I think she actually would have did a really good job. I still think a little too young. Not as young. Not as young. But... Like, think of like it this lit- way. She had just done... Hairspray. Ha- or she Hairspray comes in, like, another year. Yeah, Hairspray comes in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was fucking just mean. About, about the right age. Julia Roberts. Meh. I don't see that. Not right for it. Meg Ryan. None of these actresses... It don't feel right, right? Right. Now, no. that being said, we know the Devil Wars Prada as uh, Meryl Streep. But if you had said Helen Mirren, I would understand. But she's like in the same age bracket, though. That works. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm. S- but she couldn't be young because then it would be like, okay, this know, is your I job. You- I'm skipping on her name. Who uh, played Cruella Deville in uh, 101 Dalmatians? Oh, um, yes, Glenn Close. Glenn Close could have done this. She was uh, uh, up for it as well. Okay, that makes sense. Helen Mirren makes sense. Glenn Close makes sense. Yeah, those two. The other actresses are in a different generation and a different category. Hilary Swank? No. Too young. Way too young and wrong for the part. Naomi Watts. I, she's still too young. Still too young, yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't the the three queens you just named, then I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Maybe share. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it has to be like a, I don't know, give like... A certain... You have to have acquired a certain amount of esteem as an actress to play this part. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're the right age, you're playing Anna Wintour. You're playing the chief editor of Vogue for the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're playing a person who has a reputation, and therefore, as an actress, you should already have a very large reputation established. And very few actresses of her age have that reputation i believe you and she has the biggest reputation that being said i got a fun fact for you that you probably don't know give it to me meryl streep didn't make the crew start filming again but at the same time she did (laughs) okay so the very last scene where she's in the limo Mm -hmm. when she gets in the limo and she drives away So she sees Anne Hathaway across the street, Mm -hmm. and she gets in the limo. That scene was reshot. So they had wrapped for the day. They were done. They shot the scene. They were done. Everybody's packing up to go home. Meryl Streep had a thought. She told David Frankel what the thought was. They turned the lights back on. They turned the cameras back on. They relit everything, and they reshot the scene. What's she think? How good is it to make me start over? The smile. 
I was about to say, if it was a smile, okay. It was yeah, the smile. There's been it. one smile on record, and that was Tom Ford eight years ago. Number two smile was Anne Hathaway. I'm glad that they had that. Then that was worth it. It was absolutely it was worth it, and that was Meryl Streep's idea. She's like, drive. I love that. <laughs> Go. Go. After a little fucking smile. Yeah. I like that. That's and that definitely... is not hearsay. That's coming straight from the director's mouth. Mm. And those people were like, yeah, we getting off early today. <laughs> I'm about to go home. We're done. Uh, we're done. Let's pack it up. Oh, my God. It's been 14 yeah, put hours. That, put that shit. No. Wrap that up. Hey, like, guys. Just kidding. Everybody's still on channel one? All right. Uh, yeah. we uh, Call an audible. We got a second martini coming up. Dang. <laughs> I'd be like, yo. I'm already in my car. I, I wouldn't be surprised if some people had already taken off. I would have left. I would not be surprised. You're like, I gotta go. I got a podcast go do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and luckily, it's in a car. Yeah. Like, it probably could have been done with, like, a splinter unit. Uh, that's what I was but thinking. But they were already wrapped for the day. And she had this thought, and it was the right instinct to have. The cinematographer was like, I was this close going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, much like my drink, I'm out. Ooh, well, much like my drink, I still got some more. So uh, here we go. I got some some great. Can we talk about, let's talk about the real star of this show. You ready? I'm ready. I'm curious. The Office. So the production, the like designer, Mm -hmm. he did some self-stealthy ass shit. He went to Vogue. He snuck in that bitch. He went up to Anna Wintour's fucking office, took pictures of it, <laughs> and recreated it pretty much to the T. Oh, my God. So oh. much that when she actually saw the movie, to scale, she bitch. immediately changed her office. Because she's like, <laughs> bitch, is that my office? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And she changed that. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so sneaky. That there is so a, sneaky. There is a swivel chair they, they shot every time that I love. I'm like, I want that. All right. So <laughs> big ups to Mr. Uh, uh, this is, I don't know if this is Mr. or Miss. Jess Gonshore. Oh, it's a dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. G- Jess Gonshore. Get yeah. it, my dude. My dude. Y'all Thank might you. know him from Little Women or uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Or No Country for Old Men. There we go. Or Hail Caesar. The mm-hmm. list goes on and on, y'all. Well, he stealthy ass went in vogue. He was like, mm, I'm just dropping off a package. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he said, but he went in there and took some pictures. Got I thought him. it was great. I was like, ooh, that would be me. Those spy glasses on. Mm-hmm. You know, no one sees them. <laughs> okay, so the thing with this movie is that a lot of the designers were terrified to work on it. Besides Prada, obviously, because sure. it's, like, named after them. But everybody else didn't really want to share their showrooms or a lot of their designs or stories about Miss Wintour. I mean, sure. Dame Wintour. And so, like, it was really hard. Everybody thought that they were going to be blackballed because she really does run the fashion industry. Yeah. Nobody wanted to fuck across this bitch right. at all. And so I think that's why... The costume designer had to make a lot of the costume is because people didn't want to give them their stuff to be part of this movie. Even they had plans to really shoot at the Met Gala to, you know, do some scenes in the Met Gala. It was like, bitch, do you know who's on the board here? (laughs) 
the bitch you trying to play. So uh-uh, uh-huh. we ain't going to be part of that. You better give her. Uh, we're going to need written consent from Miss Wintour, Wintour as well as a video of her uh, verbally saying that it's allowed. And then uh, also oh, no, two I'm forms going of to- ID, government <laughs> issued ID. Like it is like nobody wanted to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the only person who was like totally down was kind of um, Valentino. He makes the black dress that That's Miranda got, wears at the Met Gala, and okay. he's in that scene as well. Yes, he is. And he was like, him and Prada were like, she's not mad. I don't know why y'all tripping. She thinks like she cool with this, so y'all can help. But like people just, they didn't even want to even try to cross the line. So. There's a deleted scene uh, with Valentino also. What was he doing? Well, Miranda's husband shows up to the Met Gala. Oh. And he is angry because when he's in this world, he is second fiddle. And he is a very chauvinistic, very CEO-minded man, uh, as you see in the bedroom scene. When he walks over, he tells Valentino... You know, why don't you order me a drink? I couldn't get them to get me one. I'll bet you they'll give you one. They definitely would. And he's, <laughs> Valentino is furious. Oh, really? Yeah. And so Meryl Streep's character, Miranda, is like guiding her husband away. Meanwhile, Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway are there and they're both in shock. And Hathaway dives in and distracts Valentino and asks him about something that he designed mm-hmm. uh, and like kind of like strokes his ego a yeah. little bit to take his mind off of the guy that just insulted him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Miranda leans over her shoulder and mouths, thank you. Clearly could not stay in the movie because Miranda Priestley would never do such say a thing. Thank you. She would yeah. never say such a thing. And therefore, they had the scene in there where Emily Blunt forgets the name of the two people walking up. And so Emily's the one that says thank you. I like that. They do call Miranda's husband Mr. Priestley instead of She says she has lost another Mr. (laughs) Priestley. Another Mr. Priestley. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they do. That's pretty fucked up. Okay, so this film, this movie, was filmed in 57 days. And it took three weeks to edit it. Fuck. God damn. Which I feel like I can actually see. I can't see three weeks of editing. No, not I can see that it only took three weeks. Not that it shooting was so it good, in, it shouldn't have took like shooting it in two months. I get yeah. you can do that. Yeah, that's that's pretty standard for a movie. Uh, but editing in three weeks, damn, that's damn. There's some shots that I see that I'm like, mm, I don't think I would have. Sure. Like it looks weird. Yeah, when you. When you rush and edit, uh, a lot of things fall by the wayside. Yeah. And I, as you know, this week, watching it about 7,000 times, I started noticing some shit. I was like, yeah, that does look like y'all rushed that a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's Um, what happens when you got producers on your back, studios on your back. Hey, we got to get this by this deadline. Oh, by the way, we moved the deadline up. You're going to have a lesser product, but okay. Okay. And they only shot two days in Paris. Mm. Barry was only two days. And checks out. Any shot of Meryl in Paris is green shot. screen. Yeah, it's shot in Cal- in the U.S. Yeah, you can clearly see when they're in the limo and they're talking. That's green screen. Well, duh. Like car scenes, definitely I can like see that. But like anything that was in Paris and Meryl was there, it was here in the states. Mm. Um, they couldn't afford to send that bitch to Europe, <laughs> so. <laughs> 
It costs too much to send her there. So they were like, you know what? We'll keep your ass here and we'll do this. So I'm sure they took a skeleton crew over to Paris yeah. and did what they had to do. They're like, look, just get these Eiffel Tower shots in here and let's go home. <laughs> you know? And <laughs> pretty much they did. But it did definitely make me feel like I really wanted to go there. Especially yeah. as a, a young a youngin. I want to go to Paris. Me too. The champagne runs free through the streets like water. Flows. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, you ready for the last one? I'm ready for the last one. This one made me Ooh, think Jesus you're taking a shot. I'm getting ready. Woo! That's the last of That's it. That's the last of it. All right. Uh, the last scene with the women in the cart. Uh-huh. It was, that's supposed to be them in Paris or whatever. That was, that car was cut in half so that they could get the proper angles of them in the car. Ah. So. That checks out. So they're reacting to nothing. They are, and they're looking out of a window that's not there because that shit's cut off. <laughs> yeah, so, which I thought was like super cool. And now that you see Productions it, do that. Yeah, now that you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, absolutely. Which explains the green screen. It explains the green screen. Okay, I'm out. You're out. Good. We're yeah. all out. We'll see y'all later. Nope, that's not it. I'm just kidding. We're not done. Kirby. Mm. Bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Are you like nicely drunk? Nice I love mask? it. I'm like, okay. I mean, relax. shit, you wouldn't shut up the whole episode. <laughs> the whole oh my God. <laughs> thank you no, so much. Seriously, thank you. It's yeah. an honor to be Do you have any Hollywood close encounters for us? Um, I don't count. <laughs> but I do, but make it good. <laughs> uh, there's... There's one. There's an interesting one. I was in Mexico City for work. Um, we were staying at the Four Seasons, and there was a big earthquake. This was like five, six years ago. Mm. We went back to the hotel. A lot of the buildings around didn't have electricity. Our hotel oh, did shit. for some reason mm. because uh-huh. they have generators and stuff. I remember and that earthquake. We felt it here. There oh. was there was this guy sitting. Two tables away from us, I was with my co-workers, he had other people around, and I'm like, that guy looks like Sean Mendes, but I said it out, out loud. Like the people loud. sitting with him all looked at me with like a mad face. Like, They're like, bitch, you ain't supposed to call him out like that. And then I'm like, oh my god, it is Sean Mendes. <laughs> he was, he had a concert that oh, really? night in Mexico City, <laughs> and the concert got canceled because of the earthquake. Oh, oh my god. We were staying at the same hotel. Oh! I didn't get to meet him like in person, but we were in the same room. You know? <laughs> I like that. And you called him out, not thinking it was really him. Yeah. Dude, yeah. as soon as a, a the, swarm the, all around, I'm like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? I was like, it is him, man. That's, that's my bad. <laughs> hey, man. You should have wore sunglasses and a hat. I right? would have noticed yeah. you. You got to put that on that Leo beard. <laughs> Do you have anywhere you like talk to them? Have you talked to a celebrity um, besides us? I think. Back in the day, before I started doing interviews on again, um, I was working special events, and we were at... Ashley, what's that venue in Hollywood on... The Bull. Vine. <laughs> the Promenade. <laughs> well, I was about to say that thing. Um, anyways. Grauman's uh, Chinese Theater? <laughs> no. Oh, that's you guys have been for the 90s, or were you like sing-along... 
Oh. Uh, Avalon. Avalon. Oh, Avalon. okay, okay. You knew I wasn't going to remember. (laughs) They did like like pre-shows before like award shows and I was there helping like set up and all and J-Lo arrives. (gasps) But it's like this really tiny lady. She's very short on her like high heels. Oh shit. Mm. Really? And it comes in like I I didn't get to like shake her hand or anything but I was like there and she saw me and like acknowledged me and like hi. Like she walked by. But yeah, that was one. She smelled good. <laughs> she looks like she smelled good. I don't remember. She smells what does she smell like? But she, her dress is very like you got shiny. Her booty. Mm. <laughs> her booty. You got that booty. Her mm. weave was amazing. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. Thank I feel you. closer to you and these Hollywood stars. <laughs> I'm very excited now. Oh my god, I have to mop the floor. Let's do this. <laughs> Alright, y'all. <laughs> That's how excited we'll be going. She's how excited I am. I'm ready for a grilled cheese and a mop, apparently. Alright, All right, well, you guys, thank you for listening to an episode. Absolutely. Uh, go check us out on YouTube. We're doing a lot of things over there. Um, in the meantime, we're going to give you a scene from next episode tell you what movie we're going to do next or we're going to give you a hint of what movie we're doing next mm-hmm. uh, i gotta get into my feminine energy real quick because uh, for international <laughs> women's appreciation Absolutely. month yeah hold on let me take a shot <laughs> oh my lord Woo! <laughs> Woo! shit <laughs> all right Mm. Wow, I've never like seen you just take a shot without anybody like, come on, take a shot. I, I got a lovely singing voice. Uh, you do. I got to play my uh, imaginary wife. Here we go. Oh no no no! I don't I don't want to sing. Why? Why not? We'll sing with you. We'll blend. Yeah. Okay okay. okay. All all together now, like really loud, right? You're all gonna sing with me on this one. Yes, to Cynthia, happy birthday, wherever you are. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys. And don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to do. Oh my god! Hate you! I can't. I can't wait. I'm dying. Oh, I'm sweating. That's a good one. And that's my pick. I'm fucking ready, man. <laughs> I'm probably peeking on every microphone in this house. That is our show, you guys. Yes. We are out of here. Thank you very much. Thank we you. will see you next time on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Woo, I need a grilled cheese. That's all. That's all. <laughs>